Welcome to the Modern Rustic. I'm Russell. I'm Zach. I'm Mike. We are a community-based podcast from the heart of the Fraser Valley, where we have classic conversations about our current culture and the impact we have on it. Yeah, usually yeah. Mike is... Well, yeah, lately I've basically taken edit it. I cut, cut out the cuss words. I cut out any, like, really long pauses mm. where it's like, uh, I don't know what's going yeah, on right I, now. Yeah, I try to make all of us that, like, stutter and, and kind of wait on a moment when we're trying to gather our thoughts, I cut those out. Okay, yeah. okay. It's, it sounds a lot better. Yeah. So anything that you say that doesn't sound great... Except Russell. It's I, don't do, I don't do it for Russell. No. I, I prefer <laughs> to sound... Kind of that, well, that, that's Russell. his cadence. Like, he will... He'll, ah. he'll talk and then stop and then talk and then stop. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm pausing for emphasis. So if you cut that out, I'm not as... Emphatic. Emphatic. Is that the... Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Emphatical. Emphatic is a word. Emphatical. Yeah. Sure. Oh, that, I think that's even a word. Both of those are words. Yeah, I was saying it as a joke, but I think it's a legit word. The only word that isn't is the one I said. So Classic. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Uh, Zach is our head of uh, socials. Yeah. He runs More our Instagram, our YouTube. Do you have a TikTok? No. We no, because we don't have video content. We don't have any video content. No. So it would just be a picture of us and then us <laughs> saying things. Not Which as exciting. Really, what people want to see. What yeah. we should do is we should get make a deal with the TikTok guys for that. TikTok our voices guys. are the ones that read things for other people's TikToks. You know, like you can get like the the oh the, like the, the rocket raccoon like the rocket raccoon yeah. voice and like the monotone guy, which I hate the monotone guy. He's terrible. It sounds awful. Me when I go to the store. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm I'd rather sure have none Siri. of them are real people though. No. It's no. All, it's, so. it's all talk to speech. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to talk to the TikTok guys, get them to get rid of that. Get them to get rid of that and, right. ex- and switch it up with our voices. Exclusively. Exclusively. Of it's course. It's just an email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just Google how to email the TikTok guys. This is the thing. Russell has great, like, I- sky-high ideas, doesn't know, understand anything goes into it. That's <laughs> just correct. Just make it happen. Yeah. We're, we're going to do this. Just read every word in the English language and they'll put it together. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. That, that's one word. Essentially, yes. Um... It's true, though. I have a lot of sky-high ideas. Uh. No idea how to make it happen. Uh. When I said I was, we were going to start a podcast, I had no idea how much work it was going to be. <laughs> that you just signed yourself up for? Yeah. So tell me the story. How did you guys, like, start this? How did you decide to do this? How did you meet each other? Well, uh, <laughs> I've known Mike for eons, at least six years now. I think it's more than that. Yeah. More than that. A while. Okay. Um, we used to, well, we still do, we used to play, I met him through Dungeons & Dragons, um, he is the best dungeon master I've ever had. Still is, hands down. How many dice do you have? <laughs> uh, not as many as you would think. Okay. Uh, I, got, I got maybe like five sets at the most. Oh. Well, so like seven dice per seven times five. What's seven times five? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Oh, so like fifty dice. Did your mad minutes this morning, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> you know, I never passed the mad minutes in school. And then I went to school to become a bookkeeper. And somehow Ooh. I passed the course with 98%. <laughs> wow. And then I went out into the real world and tried to do bookkeeping. And I can't. <laughs> so it means nothing. Anyways. You really think it means nothing? Yeah. School? Oh, yeah. I don't think it means anything. Any of it? Or, like, no. specifically what you did? Uh, no, I think pretty much. Well, Okay. Because <laughs> this is that's a hot. Take. That's a big statement. That's I know. A big statement. I also have a bachelor's degree. Maybe I'm just bitter because I'm still paying for it. Mm. <laughs> but no, I think generally it's not as important as they make it seem. But I think it's important for teaching you how to think differently. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think the content is all that important because you don't remember most of it. It's experience it's is the best teacher. Yeah. Yeah. But the, like, learning how to research things, learning how to back up your arguments and mm. your statements, I think that's super important. Mm. And I don't know if you can, like, how would you learn that in another way? 
but I don't necessarily think school is what's up. Yeah, I think that, like you said, the like the memorization of just so much information mm. doesn't really get you anywhere mm. unless you, unless you have, unless you use it right away after you graduate or yeah. whatever it is, right? Like I know vet techs, like they learn so much information about just the randomest things about the randomest dog anatomy or whatever, mm-hmm. and most of it they do still keep in their brain because right away they're at a job at a vet clinic they're like oh this is the metatarsal dermal thing absolutely yeah <laughs> what you said right yeah, yeah. i do like, remember some of the terms so did you you did vet tech right no i did animal science technology okay, okay. so uh vet techs for farm kids mm. <laughs> yeah nice yeah so we just learned about cows mostly okay which is great i love learning about cows Cows are so cool. They're pretty great. They're great. They're freaking cute. There's a cow right there. Ah, they make my day when I drive to work. I okay, you know that meme um, from Elf where it says, "Good news, I saw a dog today." <laughs> I edited it and said, "Good news, I saw a cow today." And now, like every time I see a cow, I feel the need to put that on my Instagram story because <laughs> it excites me so much. It just like sets my day to the right tune. That's fantastic. Yeah. Especially People need more cows in their lives. I agree. They're just such happy little animals. Yeah. From not only a uh, they make people happy perspective, but also people don't even understand how cows work. And that's bad. That's how they work. What do they do? <laughs> well, oh, my gosh. When a cow... I have a joke. Okay. <laughs> where When a cow goes to work, where do they drop their children off? Uh, day. I want to say, like, the museum. Mm. The... Oh, what is it? Hay care. <laughs> I made that up when I saw a cow driving to work. That's fantastic. <laughs> I thought so. No one else did, but no, that's great. I love it. Good. I don't think we've ever had a start the show off with a joke before. And that's... Okay, I got another one. Why do golfers buy three socks at a time? Because uh, they always have a hole in one. In case they get a hole in oh, one. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an important distinction. I'd run through all my golf. The words in my head i'm like par green hole in one there it is yeah, hole in one is the only one i know yeah, yeah. do you golf no <laughs> no sean does and like i just find those sticks in my dryer all the time tees. the, the, the tees, tees yeah. which i just learned yesterday make really good scratchers for the scratching wins oh, they are perfect especially for the like crossword ones because oh. the pointy you can get like into the, all the little letters yeah, yeah. That's fun. Uh, it makes my OCD heart so happy when I can scratch <laughs> right to the corners of the letters. <laughs> it's my favorite pastime. Uh, no, it's not. It makes me sound like a gambler. What is your favorite pastime? Like recently or like ever? In the past. I go... I, I'm kind of like ADHD when it comes to hobbies. Like I go mm. balls to the wall for one yeah. and then yeah. I change my I can mind. Relate. Yeah. A lot of people are like that. Yeah. yeah. I go like all in for one hobby and then it's yeah. done. I, I brewed beer for six months straight. Yes. Yeah. And then we have barely made any since then. Okay. Who's yeah. we? Like... Uh, I have a brewing partner, Adam. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it was a lot of fun and it was great. Uh. And then <laughs> we bought a bunch more expensive equipment and then we took a hiatus. So uh. I'm like, all right, well, that was fun. And then we started a podcast. And then, we, cause <laughs> then I had lots of free time, so we started a podcast. Right on. That's well, sarcasm. Yeah. What was your most recent fixation hobby-wise? Currently, it's the gym. Oh, okay, yeah. And just, like, fitness of any kind. I've been trying, like, all sorts of things. Like, I do spin, and I tried CrossFit, which is terrible. CrossFit Mm, can F right off. Um, 
boxing, like just all sorts of things. Just like trying yeah. things has been yeah, really that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So where where do you do this? Tell us about your your fitness journey. Maybe before that, oh. let's introduce the guest. <laughs> right. Rather That's also than, a huge question. This is why they're here. Uh, to okay. remind me. Because that... last time we had a guest, they didn't get introduced. The The audience wouldn't know their name for the first hour of the podcast. It's, it's true. It happens. Uh, and then we said right after, like, hey, guys, we need to make sure we introduce them in the beginning. And I keep forgetting. Yeah. This was the intro. This was the warm-up. It's the cold open. Yeah. yeah. Cold open. Yeah. Yeah, we're pretty consistent about never introducing them first. <laughs> Do you guys introduce yourselves? You should be like... Hey, like uh, Russell. Is yeah, yeah. No, we have the yeah. intro at the beginning. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So there's like, a, I'm Russell. I'm Zach. I'm Mike. Oh, it's not a thing that you do every time. No, we just pre-recorded. Pre <laughs> we we, we yeah. would never get it right every time. We <laughs> Saying your names. Yeah. You wouldn't get it right. No. <laughs> well, I love we, the content. It, it, it took yeah. us like six takes. I <laughs> Because like he's times. like I'm Russell and we Zach and I both pause and we're like who's next? <laughs> That's fair. So I mean, who ever records their um, voicemail in the first try? Never ever. Yeah. No, it doesn't happen. Like you're a you're a sick person if you get it right on the first try. Yeah, there's something wrong with you. I had a really funny one that I got right in the first try, and then I had to change it because it became my work phone and it was too inappropriate. Mm, I yeah. hear you. I hear you. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually last or last guest we had on, they were like. I was expecting you guys to do the intro. Like, hi, I'm Russell. I'm like, no, 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 that's recorded. Ah, big yeah. brain energy. Big brain energy. Yeah. Anything we can do ahead of time, we do. There you go. Let's I work. Like it. Let's work later. Yeah. Let's work later. Work smarter, not harder. Right. That's exactly. my motto. I love it. It's fantastic. Anyways, welcome <laughs> to the. I was show. wondering how long it would happen. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show. Please introduce yourself. Hello, I am Lindsay. Hello, Lindsay. It's fantastic <laughs> to have you. We appreciate you joining the show. It is fantastic to be here. I'm so excited. We are excited to have you. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> so tell us about your fitness journey. Yes. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. Back to about the good stuff. But like right after the intro, you want me to like jump right into it? And how long do you want me to go? Because I can go too long. All day. Go. Do you have like a signal? Uh, yeah, do there's something. a the well, big red light we're... comes on. <laughs> Kings at Segways. Okay. Oh, we're fantastic. Don't worry about it. Did, Did you, you know, know the inventor <laughs> of the Segway died by driving his Segway off a cliff? Is that a true story? It's the true fact, yeah. Yeah. I feel it like was... if you're inventing the Segway, that's how you gotta die. Yeah, he was demonstrating the Segway to a group of, like, probably investors or something. OMG. drove it directly off a cliff. Yeah. You go out with your greatest invention. Yeah. Do right? you think they knew right away that it was, like this is a bad situation or did you think they were like oh my gosh it flies too <laughs> yeah like oh he's gonna land on a plane yeah like, like this is part of it the plane is gonna that would yeah. be so cool that would be pretty cool I'm sure, I'm sure there was a conversation like what what story do we tell people that happened yeah yeah <laughs> like there, there was a bird and he swatted at it and fell or this dude who invented it who's supposed to be like the pro well just... it's like if, so, if something happened to the Segway like how do you say like the vendor of the Segway had a malfunction died because his, <laughs> his own device failed that's not a story you want buy to a Segway <laughs> but was it the Segway malfunction or was it he malfunctioned because I feel like that makes a better we story we don't actually know we just yeah. say that I've never actually researched the story it's something that I heard once oh my gosh that's but, a... fake yeah. news I could look it up right now. It's probably I kind of like Stephen Hawking going to space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like Stephen Hawking not going to space. Yeah. <laughs> the best facts are the ones you're not really sure of, but you yeah. say really confidently. Yeah. And then I they get spread those. around. That's the best thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the all Mandela this podcast effect. is. Just fake facts. <laughs> Spreading misinformation. Okay. Yeah. I do. We do say a lot of things that are wrong. 
<laughs> like last last episode, I I gave a random stat because I thought it was the right. I was like thirty percent off. Oh yeah, about buying some technology thing, and one of you guys said like eight million, and it was actually like thirty two billion or something. I have no I idea don't what you're uh, referring to. I don't remember any conversation we have. With Did you research that to find that out? No. Okay. No, no, no. One of you guys corrected the other one. Oh. With the numbers. Okay. I don't remember. And it was about tech stuff, so like to be honest, I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> Not a tech stuff, eh? Not super much, unless it's like Interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like like a deeper thing. Yeah. Like um Musk buying Twitter. Right. I think is sus. Like I don't think it's just like a tech thing. I think he's like hiding other things and trying to distract us. Yeah. But that's the only reason I care about that. I mean forty four billion dollars is a good distraction. Yeah. <laughs> Look over here. <laughs> Forty-four billion would distract me. It would, wouldn't it? Probably forever. I would pay off all your student debt. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that the the U.S. wants to give take ten thousand dollars off every student debt? Oh, I thought they were just going to forgive it. No, not they couldn't. They can't forgive all of it. Yeah, they could because they don't well, tax the billionaires. They could, but I, but they their plan what is to take ten ten thousand off of everybody's debt. What does it even do? It feels so theoretical to me. Well, it's going to cost the country $321 billion to do that. But that's not even the most expensive thing they spend money no, on. No, that's yeah. like a drop in the bucket. Like yeah. how much do they spend on the military every year? Yeah. A lot it, more. It, yeah. Probably more than that. Yeah. But yeah. The trillions. In the trillions, yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, I think it was $7 trillion yeah. was his that sounds budget. Right. Yeah. yeah, That's more than the, <laughs> the, the amount of people in the world. Yeah. <laughs> By a margin. By a large It's margin. all China money anyway, really. Yeah. Like, it's, all, it's all loan China. Yeah. But they can't afford health care. Nope. Yeah. Nope. No. Can't do that. No, nope. that, that, that won't work. Ugh, I have thoughts. I got so into American politics when Trump was Really? In. I think a lot of people did. Yeah. yeah. It, it really, became an obsession. Yeah, a lot of people paid a lot more attention when mm-hmm. he got going. Mm-hmm. There were a lot more opinions about it, even yeah. though a lot of them were all the same, similar opinion. That's but true. everyone wanted to talk about it. Yeah. I got obsessed with, like, checking all of the news stations for all of the stories. So, like, I would check, like, the BBC and CNN and Fox News and MSNBC at all about the same story. Mm. So it took up a lot of my life looking up the same things on all of the different platforms. You just didn't trust the one station or? No, I was trying to get, like, a rounded opinion. Oh, I see. It's a good thing to do. Like, I think if there's one good thing that ever came out of the, the Trump presidency, then it's probably that. Like, people were a little bit more conscious of... Like fact the checking. political goings on and fact checking exactly. Yeah, I yeah. actually just had a similar conversation with my parents like a week ago, because um, I don't have I don't have television, but I still keep up to date with some some you know world events and stuff news. Uh, and my mom was like was baffled that I that I do that and how I do that. Hmm. And I'm like, well, I don't trust I don't watch cable, and I probably wouldn't if I had it right because it's it's always biased oh, no, yeah. no matter mm-hmm. what. And it blew her mind that. Oh, my dad also like checks his facts and stuff like that because she had no idea. Mm. She just watches the news every night and just believes it. Takes it. Takes it at face value. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. And there's a lot of people like that, yeah. which is scary. And it's also understandable because not everybody has time to watch the news, then research what the news was talking about, and figure out you well, know, even whether like, it was real. Well, or even not. the bias of like news stations will do stories on things because mm. companies pay them to do about yeah. about that thing. story. But they'll be like. Oh, like there's new research in this field of you know whatever, but like the company that's doing this stuff told them like, hey, talk about this thing because mm-hmm. we're trying to sell you know whatever yeah. stock or whatever. That was the one thing in school that we learned: like follow the money. Who is funding the research? Who mm-hmm. is funding this story? 
See, you did learn stuff in school. Yeah, that one thing. Well, <laughs> it was worth the whatever amount. I don't even. I don't even know. I don't look. Ignorance <laughs> better, is bliss. Better not to. Yeah, I have no idea. But even that supports her earlier point, which is the best thing that you learn in school is how to learn. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, thinking critically. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, there's a thing about uh, when I was looking into when I was trying to learn how to do computer programming. They were like, don't go to school because the best school for a computer programmer is Google. Mm. Know how to Google your questions effectively mm. yeah. because there's so many resources online. And I yeah. think that goes for a lot of different careers. Like, yeah. The the school of Google is reigning supreme. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the, there's this big shift in education in every level of it, right? Because when we were in school, you know, we memorized the periodic table elements. Well, now... You've got it on the internet, mm-hmm. right? They, the whole, oh, you'll always have a calculator with you because you have your phone. They're not wrong. Yeah. They're not wrong. And as I still think it's important to do mental math, right? you got to yeah. learn that stuff because you're not as minutes. efficient without it. But at the end of the day, when am I ever going to need long division? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a regular citizen, never. Do you remember how to do long division? <sighs> kind of. I could not tell you how to really? do long division. I, I do because I, I, I'm older than you guys, obviously. <laughs> but uh, like I up until... You know, like later high school, they they still asked you to do long division, so I was yeah. like, I had to do it. Yeah. What do you think about handwriting? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, do you think we should keep it? She students should still learn that stuff. Like I can't read it, <laughs> and I can't write in it, so yeah. I also don't have a signature because it changes every single time. Because I feel like I don't know how to do the actual. That's like, a problem. Purchase. I think. Yeah. Everybody should know how to do a signature. I know. It changes every time I do it. Every check that I've ever written yeah. looks different. <laughs> Might come back to bite you later. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Probably. On the other hand, though, how many people write checks out anymore? Like, not anyone under 20. I mean, a lot of places that, that you, like, landlords still take checks. Yeah. The I last house. They, they still take checks, but... You still have to sign them. In 20 years, are people going to still be doing checks as much probably, as they do probably now? Probably not. But it's just, it's all e-transfer at this point. It's or it's all automatic payments well, out of your account. The last apartment that I lived in, when I signed the lease and everything, the way he wanted the rent paid is he wanted 12 post-dated checks up mm. front. Yeah. Which is like, it makes sense for a landlord. Like, that's security. Like, mm-hmm. and then you never have to worry about it again, which is nice. And there's not really a way, I guess there is a way to do that with e-transfers. You can, like, Schedule. automate the, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't think checks are going anywhere. I mean, they're definitely not as popular as they used to be i still remember like my parents talk about all the time you 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 go to the grocery store you write out a check Mm -hmm. like all the time you know we were they wrote checks for like five dollars it's crazy yeah Mm -hmm. so anyways you think we should get rid of handwriting i don't know about get i don't don't know what let me let me pitch this to you would would you rather kids learn handwriting in school or learn to code what do you think is going to be more useful going forward? I mean, like, coding is probably yeah. more useful, but, like, do I know anything about either one of them? No. Exactly. So maybe I should probably go back to school. But the fact <laughs> that you don't know that means that they taught you inefficiently how to do handwriting. Yeah. There's a few things that, like, people say I'm supposed to have learned. Telling time on an analog clock cannot do it. <laughs> it takes me a little bit. Yeah. 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 For my 25th birthday, my auntie got me one of those, like, whiteboard, uh, like, kitty learning things. <laughs> with, like, a whiteboard marker. And <laughs> she's like, you gotta learn. And I never did. Yeah. So, whatever. Now I have an Apple Watch, and I can just say, Siri, what time is it? And she tells me. You know, in Norway, there's this little island, and they are 
legislating, trying to legislate to the government to get rid of time. Yes, I what? heard about that. I, I, read, I read the title. I didn't get into it, but like I, I heard that it's they're, really they're interesting. It. Mm-hmm. They just kind of want to live like without time. They're mm-hmm. Like if we want to do this, we'll do it whenever. How? How? I, I, I mm, they because in Norway they have what's, what's it called? Um, like they have sun twenty four hours of the day sometimes. Right. Yeah. There's like a couple months out of the year they have that. Yeah. So if you want to go and mow your lawn at two in the morning, you can just do it because the sun's out. Sure. I don't know if you're, but people they they want to eliminate the stigma of time, so they want to just get rid of using time. So like if you want to go get a coffee at at three in the morning with your friends, you can, you know, whatever. That's the thing about like living out here in the valley, uh, compared to like a bigger city, like even, mm. even like even like Vancouver. So I know a few people that live in Vancouver. Like after nine o'clock at night on a weekday in Abbotsford, there's not much open. But yeah. you can go to Vancouver. You can go to you can go to food places like little mom and pop places at four a.m. and they're open. Yeah, because they have to be. Yeah, but like it's it's such a different like Atmosphere. world. Like mm. everything's open all the time. City that never sleeps. But that's everywhere. That's every big that's city. That's every big city, exactly, yeah. It used to be just Las well, Vegas. Well, New York. Was it New York? Which one? Whatever. Sleuth New York in is... Seattle. Okay. <laughs> sure, sorry. I don't know. That seems exhausting to me, though. Like, we were out right? in Vancouver yesterday, and we were driving home at, like, 9.30, and we commented about how, like, hustling and bustling the streets still were. Like, there's so yeah. many people running around, and I, I couldn't do it. I'm too yeah. much of a, I don't know body yeah well yeah and and i'm the same way right to think that even the idea of living with that many people that close mm. together not ideal it's, no. it's definitely a different speed of life like the lifestyle like, exactly every, every your whole day isn't dictated by the sun which is a weird concept i think yeah yeah for especially a lot, for, for a lot of me people. like i my entire you, life especially, is still yeah. like hey well weather is it oh well that dictates what we do today mm. yeah no like people don't do that anymore it's it's a different phenomenon right but also, I figure this is my idea on this. If you live a lifestyle that you don't have time to say hello to the guy walking down the street beside you, you're not doing it right. Mm. You're just not doing it right. You're like, Abbotsford is perfect for that. Also, because I know half the people that walk by <laughs> down the street, but it's helpful. But, you know, like, oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, good. How are you? Oh, what you got there? Oh, it's a Starbucks. Oh, that's cool. And then you walk away. Yeah, but I mean, that also sounds torturous. That sounds amazing. Like, sometimes I still wear my mask just so I can avoid people. <laughs> Especially in Abbotsford. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing I hated about living in a small town. Like, mm. I lived in a small town of, like, 7,000 people. So you couldn't leave your house. Even still, when I go there, like, when I go back there now, like, you can't go to a store and not see somebody you know. And then you're trapped in a conversation. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I want out. Yeah. 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 I get it, but I live for those conversations. Yeah. Not it. me. I'm an introvert. I can't. I can't do it. Can't live like that. I don't know. Anyways, tell us about your fitness journey. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see how we do that? Yeah. Yeah. No. That was that was a good comeback. Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah. No. It's been a new thing. I don't even know where to start. In the beginning, what made you? What made you? What was the the, the push? Wait. Okay. So every year, I pray for a word to like 
help me not define my year, but kind of like filter things through the word. Mm. And this year, the word that kept coming to me was functional. And I was like, that's so dumb. Like, what does that even mean? And I was like, that's a dumb word. I'm not going to use that word for the year. And it just kept coming to me. I'm like, okay, so I guess functional is my word of the year. So I started thinking about like, what does that mean? What does being more functional look like? So I started like organizing my house. I went to like a financial planner, like just trying to be more functional in that way. And then I was playing with my nieces and I was playing with them for like two minutes and I was so out of breath that I needed to sit down. And I'm like, okay, what am I even doing? Like my body's supposed to be able to do so much more than I'm currently allowing it to do. Like it needs to be more functional. So that was the only thing that kind of like pushed me towards it. And then like I went to the gym and I met with a trainer and she is amazing because she's the first person who really kind of understood what I was going for. Like it wasn't just like, I want a bitch body. Like I think that's so (laughs) dumb. Like for that to be the motivation, like who says that skinny is the motivation? That's so frustrating to me. Like society is just telling you you're supposed to look a certain way and that's supposed to motivate you enough to get out of your bed at 5 a.m. to go to the gym. Like I don't think that's sustainable. So, yeah, just, like, being more functional in my own body, being able to play with my nieces more. Uh, yeah, that just kind of kept me going. And learning more about, like, nutrition and how to feed my body so that it can function the best that it possibly can has been a huge part of it. Like, I don't want to starve myself to lose weight. I want to learn how to um, feed my body more effectively so that it can be more functional. That was kind of the goal. And then now that I've kind of gained the confidence to be able to step into a gym and figure out what I'm doing, it's given me more confidence to try other things um, and just kind of really celebrate the functionalities of my body. That's that's, cool. That's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, because you're right. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to start going to the gym because I want to look a certain way or Mm -hmm. you want to do this. You're never going to achieve that. Because you're not going to have the confidence and you don't have the proper motivation to get you where you got to go. No. And then it goes away so fast. Like, okay, I want to lose five pounds. Okay, you lose that five pounds. And then what? Like, what is the purpose of that? Mm. Or I want to I want to be skinny. For who? Like, is it really for you? Who says that you need to be skinny? Who's telling you that that's what you need? Mm. And if it's not actually coming from you, I don't think that's true motivation and I don't think it's going to stick. Yeah. If you're finding, like, the joy in the movement, the excitement in the confidence... I think that's what's going to make it stick. But, I mean, what can I say? It's only been five months. So. <laughs> hey, that's, that's longer than a lot of people. Five months is good. Yeah. 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 I've been, like, seven days a week for five months. Wow. and That's and really good. Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah. yeah. Most people that start, like, in New Year around that time, peter out by, like, February. Yeah. yeah. It's usually, like, six weeks. And then yep. it's, it's true. Yeah. yeah. I, I used to go to the gym, and I talked to the trainers there, and they're like, and they're like, don't come the first week of January. Hmm. It's packed, mm-hmm. so packed. But by middle of February, back to normal. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's why it wasn't like a New Year's resolution to go to the gym. That's why I try to choose a word because then it impacts all the areas of my life. Like functionality is being the word, like trying to figure out what that means in all different areas of my life has been, I think, holding me to it more than just like, I'm going to go to the gym three days a week because it's my New Year's resolution. You know? Yeah, it's a less defined goal, but yeah. still something that you're passionate about. Yeah. yeah. So walk me through these, this 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 word choice thing you do. So what was the word last year? See, I was thinking about that because I knew I was going to talk about this. <laughs> I literally don't remember. I need to write it down. So maybe next year is remember. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I know one year it was confidence, and it was just, like, trying to come back to, like, loving myself where I am, which I also think is important if you ever want to change yourself. I think you need to love yourself where you are, love yourself enough to realize what you need to change, because mm-hmm. I don't think you can make change from a place of hate or disgust or... You can, but it's a lot less fun. Ah, Sean and I have this fight all the time. Because, like, on TikTok, there's all these, like, fit transformations, and it's these poor girls who are like, this is me when I was fat, I was so depressed, I hated looking at myself in the mirror. Like, that makes me so sad. Mm. But they still, if... They still did the dang thing. Whatever motivation you have, I'm just glad you did it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, if if you are angry and upset the whole time, you probably don't get as good of results. I have a close friend who's into bodybuilding now. Okay. But growing up, he was a big kid, like mm. always a big kid, relentlessly bullied for mm-hmm. it. And like, it really like took a toll on his mental health to the point where in high school he was like dealing with an eating disorder and like all this stuff. And so now like, I think that his fitness journey, weight loss journey, whatever you want to call it, did probably kind of come from a place of self-loathing, but then evolved into a thing of like, it's just a thing that he loves to do now. Mm. Like, but it did definitely grow from, like, a place I hate the way I am right now. Mm. And then you get to a point where you don't anymore. I'm not saying it's good for everybody. It's definitely not the healthy way to do it. But, I mean, it gets results for some people. Yeah. It It just makes me sad that some people feel that way about themselves at any point in their life. Yeah. I I still remember this story that uh, my biology teacher told me. And he graduated high school himself. And he had this teacher that told him he was going to be nothing. He's like, you're not cut out for school. You know, don't go to college. It's a waste of time for you. He's like, okay. So he, t- he hated that guy for it. So it pushed him to do, you know, six plus years of school. He mm. became a biologist and then went back to his high school to prove the teacher wrong. He had died in the meantime. <laughs> so he never got that, like, vic- you know, that justice. Yeah. But he's like... That pushed that spite yeah. pushed me yeah. to do finish an entire yeah. whatever the schooling. Maybe that was the point. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Right, that's <laughs> a pretty rough way to go. Yeah, it, it that's is. That's an awful teacher. That's some serious it, it, tough it, it, love it, it right is. there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't know. But sometimes that that motivates people. Sometimes. Yeah, proving people wrong is nice. The best yes. revenge is a life well lived. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I'm gonna write that one down too. That's I, a good one. Definitely not original. Nah, <laughs> probably not. I can't remember where I heard that, but I heard that somewhere. I've heard it a few times. It's a really good one. I like that. I say that about my mom. My mom passed away, and I say, like, she gave us life, and the only thing we can give her now is the life well lived. Yeah. It's like, everything I do, I try to make it, you know, just, like, living my best life. Yeah. Because she's not anymore, and I just want to celebrate the life that she gave me. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good philosophy to live by. It's true. That is a horrible thing. I can't get over... That that is a terrible thing for a teacher to say. To yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty. I rough. was shocked. Yeah. Man, that was rough. Did you guys have like awful teachers in school? Like, does does one come to mind? Nothing. No, no teacher was awful enough to be a scarring memory for no. me. And honestly, any teacher below like seventh grade really doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah, in my opinion, I don't know, Lindsay. I don't know if like generally awful teachers i definitely had awful experiences with teachers yeah like i remember being in grade five and i broke my arm and i went and told the teacher out in the playground like i hurt my arm and she told me that i was being dramatic and to go back to playing 
<laughs> and like that scarred me a little bit. You know what's crazy? I have the exact same story. Yeah? Fifth grade, we had a gym teacher who was strict as all get out and was making us run laps around the schoolyard. Mm. Like that was our gym class was run laps around the schoolyard. Awesome. I tripped over uneven concrete oh, no. and fell, broke my arm, went to the teacher, was like, hey, my arm hurts. She was like, keep running. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Ended up going to the hospital after. My arm was broken. You didn't break your legs. Grade so. 5 camp was uh, not fun because I had my arm in a cast. The That's time. awful. <laughs> that is rough. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Fifth grade, broken arm. Yeah, that's teacher. so funny. How'd you break your arm? Um, I was wearing skater shoes because they were super cool. Right. So they were really flat on the bottom, and I was running down a hill, mm. and I slipped, and I put my arm down, and I, like, twisted oh. it. Mm. So I had the x-ray. It's a spiral fracture, like, up my Whoa. arm. It was super cool looking. But, yeah, that's how it happened. Worth it for the for the pics. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. sweet. Mm. <laughs> Same with, like, I broke my pelvis, and the coolest thing is the x-ray. Like, it's pretty savage. That's crazy. Yeah, that was a good time. Which mm. <laughs> was not. For the audio, audio listeners, she's shaking her head. Yeah. It yes. was not a good time. It was not a good time. <laughs> I think they probably picked up on the sarcasm <laughs> yeah. statement. But hey, you never know. Yeah. Some people terrible. do not pick up on sarcasm. No. It's, I feel bad for them. Yeah. Because my whole shtick is sarcasm. Absolutely. I was going to say that. Russell, you're like, nothing but sarcasm. The whole thing. <laughs> like, that's my bread and butter. And then some people are like, why are you being so mean? I'm like, yeah. Mm, you guys don't get it. Sarcasm and dark humor. I feel like if you don't get it, like, life's not going to be that great for you. You miss out on a lot of the nuances. Yeah. Well, and also, life freaking sucks sometimes. It does. And if you can't laugh about it or, like, sarcastically say how much fun it is, Mm -hmm. then what are you even doing? How are you getting through it? I don't know. Like, my favorite genre of jokes are dead mom jokes. Like, (laughs) I love them. (sighs) Topical. Yeah. Mm. Have you... Okay. So you started this this fitness journey. Mm-hmm. Have you had any pushback? Because I, I hear that a lot. Like people start their fitness journeys and they're trying to improve themselves. And then there's just those couple of people who are like, this is a bad idea. Or they're, you know, they get resentful or people jealous. Do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had a few people like, uh, I, when I broke my ass and I was sitting on the, my chair for, you know, six months, like I got that like I poofed up and people like told me like oh this is really unhealthy like we're concerned about your health and then those same people when I start going to the gym are like you're going too hard or like oh. you're not doing it the right way those kind of things so like those comments really don't bother me because they really don't care about me <laughs> no. like if you were if you want to talk trash about me when I'm fat and you want to talk trash about me when I'm trying to improve myself you don't care about me you just want to talk trash it's true but like that thing about proving people wrong. My husband is amazing and supportive and I love him, but he knows that I tend to go balls to the walls and then change my <laughs> mind. So when I was talking to him about the personal training, I was like, this is how much it's going to cost. Like I really want to do it. And I want to sign up for 48 sessions that I'm like held accountable. And he was like, are you sure that's a good idea? Like, are you sure you're going to stick it out? And that was when I was like, oh, watch me. <laughs> Five months later, here you go. Yeah. 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 Well, that was, like, when I came home in grade four and told my mom I wanted to be vegetarian. And she's like, okay, we'll see how long this lasts. Chicken fingers are your favorite food. And I'm still vegetarian. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So. That's a long how time. long have you been vegetarian? Um, how old are you in grade four? Grade eight? Grade, uh, grade nine, four? Eight. You're nine. Nine? So, like... Depending on your birthday. Is. 18 years. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. That's crazy. I've never said it out loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been a minute. 
And then the last like five-ish months have been pretty much vegan just because it's easier. Is it easier? Yeah, right now. Because like my trainer, she's a nutritionist as well. So she put together a nutrition plan for me. Um, mm. And a lot of it is vegan. So I just like follow it fairly religiously. And I haven't missed anything. Wow. Yeah, it's super strange. So what's the walk me through the diet? Because I'm interested. Like my day to day. Yeah. What did right. you What you have today? Yeah, I'd actually like to elaborate on that question because I'm curious about like if when you go to a nutritionist, what do they get? Like, do they give you like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like every meal, or do they give you like basic set of guidelines to go off of? Or it's kind of what you want and what you need. Like okay. when I went and talked to her, I told her I need an adult to tell me what to do. <laughs> so like, tell me what I'm doing. So she made. She's a beautiful human being. Like. I love her so much. I'm a little bit obsessed, Shout which might be why I'm doing Let's this. Go. Okay, her name is Michelle on Instagram, Trainer Michelle Moore. She is the shiz. I love her so much. Um, and she made a diet plan where it's like broken down, like this is what you eat for snack, breakfast, snack, oh, okay. lunch every day. And then um, she also has all of the recipes right there, and she has the shopping list right there for me. So it's so straightforward. Yeah. It's mm, lovely. That's nice. Yeah. Where do you shop? Um, I just started going to Superstore because I got the President's Choice points. Oh, yeah. PC Optimum. It's so great. Yeah. In like two months, I have 60,000 points. Wow. It's like 60 bucks. I'm saving up for a Dyson Airwrap because they're ridiculously expensive, <laughs> so I'll never like actually pay money for it, but if I can buy with points. What is that? Um, it's like a... Do you know what an air wrap is? It's like a curling iron? Kind That's of, just what yeah. I'm guessing. Oh, it's for your hair. Oh, yeah. It's a hair oh. thing. It's Dyson, like a hair I was accessory. just guessing based on the, the hand the motion gesture. that you did. Yeah, that could yeah. have been a lot of things, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. It's like, that it has a blow dryer attachment, so you can like blow your hair straight, or you put like this attachment on it, and it sucks your hair into kind of a curler, so you just like put it up against your hair, and if you should um, get one of those Russell Benson. I should. Yeah. When I get mine, I'll bring it over. There you go. Please. Yes. Oh, that could be a TikTok. Your first TikTok. There we go. That's a, not a terrible idea. It oh my gosh. Can I try your beard? <gasps> oh, try with to the curl it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Try, like, try it on. <laughs> I'm going to skin you like Dwight in the office and put on your face. <laughs> Oh, man. That is the best episode. I love that episode. You think so? Uh, it's it? definitely up there. It's up there for sure. I'm, I'm partial to the... Uh, the George Foreman episode where he burns his foot. That's yeah, a that's it's a good a one. Hilarious one. The the fire alarm is that the same? That's the same episode, right? The fire alarm is the same episode as the as um, the face. Yeah, yeah. Because Stanley the, has a heart attack. The opening of that episode is probably my favorite opening in all of television. Because the cat like, up in the ceiling. Just the whole thing, like so much happens in yeah. a minute and thirty seconds. <laughs> like it's just packed full of jokes. There's so much that happens. Uh. Like. I would have loved to be in the writer's room for the, for that opening. Like, I can't imagine. I'm obsessed yeah. with The Office. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, yeah. I watch it every single day. The dream is to get one of The Office uh, casts on here. Oh, my gosh. Right? That's Never going to happen, but yeah, uh, it's one the of dream. those pie-in-the-sky <laughs> ideas. Uh, just make it happen. Yeah. Well, actually, you can you can buy their time if you want to. Like a cameo. Yeah, they get a cameo. Yeah? Sure, but a cameo is it's a, like a recorded seconds. message. Of like, yeah, it's like under 60 seconds long. Sometimes you can buy a video chat. I suppose, but... But I don't know if they would consent to being on a podcast. Especially if you like turn on the video chat like, Hello, and you're live! I don't know if they would love that. <laughs> you know who I bet would do it? Is Stanley. Did you see the stuff that Stanley was doing last year or year before? No. He was trying to kickstart a spinoff show for 
Stanley. Like, really? and it was like <laughs> Stanley retired in Florida, mm-hmm. working at a motorcycle shop slash flower store Fun. with his nephew. But he's also retired and like doing woodworking. Like, it was really bizarre. And the Kickstarter was fulfilled, and like, like beyond its goal, from what I remember. And to this day, none of the backers have heard anything and then he also after that kickstarter tried to start his own cryptocurrency uh none of the backers from that ever heard anything and like yeah that's not so he's starving for cash let's get stanley from (laughs) the office we gotta start a kickstarter to get him on here stanley might be like russell he's got these high in the sky ideas but doesn't know how to do any of it Uh, the great yeah but the thing with him is he's got the people to back him we gotta get those people or maybe he doesn't, judging by <laughs> the endeavors he's been. I would convince some people. I would be really curious yeah. as to get. I would buy his cryptocurrency. That'd be great. Stanley. It was the it was the Stanley nickel. Was the Stanley the, nickel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. I love that. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. You should look it up. It's pretty interesting. <sighs> the kind of stuff he's tried to do. Because it was also like right after. Um, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey did their podcast. Mm-hmm. Good. He podcast. started trying to do their mm-hmm. st- or his stuff. So the only, the only thing I don't like about their podcast is it's a little bit too scripted. I find because I like to, I like to just kind of like just throw it out and see what happens. Yeah. But I, I listened to quite a few episodes. Mm-hmm. I that listened was, to it. I uh, that was in my like office craze time where I'm like I love the office. It's so good. Still, best sitcom. Oh yeah. Yeah. In I my opinion. need to fall asleep to it. Like, that's how I fall asleep. Really? Every single night. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That seems a little unhealthy. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially falling asleep staring at a screen every single night. Yeah. Can't be good for you. We had this discussion on a previous episode. We discussed what the best sitcom was and yeah. how much we all hated Friends. <gasps> I don't hate well, Friends. It, how much do you hate the, the, it doesn't quite like hold it. up as much as you might think anymore even though a lot of people like are rediscovering it but like realistically when you really get like critical with it it's not that great uh, there are good moments but like as as like each episode like, like 10, 10 minutes of good material maybe yeah I think it's like the it's the Seinfeld isn't funny effect like when when the Gen Zers or whatever now watch Seinfeld, they think it's not funny because every sitcom has built on the foundation that Seinfeld right. created. So yeah. it's like that's true. That's like watching old movies. It's like yeah. oh, this isn't as good. Well, that's because you've seen a hundred other movies that mm-hmm. have taken stuff exactly. from that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back when this movie came out, it was the thing. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. a really good movie because they had been done before. Jaws, uh. right? What's that one with the guy that holds the radio? Sixteen candles. Head? Is that sixteen candles? No, no, that's the say anything. Sure. No, it's called say anything. Is it? Is it? Do you want a moment? I just had a leg cramp. It's yeah. gone now. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll cut no, this part out. No, Breakfast Club. No. no oh, about, that's, no, that's, Breakfast that's, Club. That's, oh, that's this, this one. Yeah. Oh, it's the a one-hander. One, yeah, the one yeah. where he's holding up the radio. It's called Say Anything. It's also a John Hughes movie. Oh, okay. Good for him. <laughs> You okay there, Zach? Oh, yeah. No, when he, he, needs, he needs a minute. So <laughs> no, it's fine. Right, it's fine. No. Keep going. Okay. I'm going to be quiet for a minute. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, jeez. Okay. How about that 70s show? I, I really liked it. I heard I, they were bringing it back. Yes, I just heard that today. What? Really? Like, same cast? That 90s show. Yeah. Is that really what yeah. it is? That's the thing, yeah. They confirmed it yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah. I heard I something on the internet. Yeah. I would be down to, to give that a shot. 
I didn't ever watch the 70s show, so I don't know if it's good. It was really... I didn't watch the last season, though. It was really good, That's like with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis and... It's so good. I love it. It is pretty good, yeah. It was really good. But I love dumb funny. Like, that's kind of my jam. When I turn on the TV, I want it to be dumb funny, because I feel like everything else in life is so serious. I don't want to watch, like, some dramatic, violent video. I want to watch something silly. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's why I like Parks and Rec so much. Ah! <laughs> Parks and Rec, uh, I, I still, uh, 30 Rock, I think, is still phenomenal. I still never watch 30 Rock. No, I know. Me neither. I'll give you the DVDs. It's it's on something. It's so. it's almost better than than Parks and Rec. And I got into Parks and Rec late, and I and then I, I loved it. I watched it all yeah. the way through as soon as I caught, saw it. But uh, 30 Rock is just amazing. It's so mm-hmm. well written, and the characters, like it's, it's kind of like dry... Humor a little bit, like it's a little, it's a little smarter, mm. but it's still got like stupid, goofy jokes that are just, yeah, it's great. Highly recommend. What's the lead lady? Uh, from... Tina Fey. Or sorry, not from Thirty Rock. From Amy, from... Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler, but okay. what's her name like in the show? Oh, Leslie Nope. Leslie Nope. That is who I aspire to be when I grow up. I would <laughs> really? like to be Leslie Nope. Oh yeah. That's a good goal. To yeah. Be fair. You mean senator of a whatever. No, just like her sunshine. Mm. I want to be her sunshine. You already kind of have a Leslie Note vibe. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know you that well, but yeah. just from the half hour that high energy, talking. high efficiency. I can, absolutely, I, yeah. yeah, I can see it. Okay, see, yeah. that's that's who I aspire to be. Just go. all the sunshine. Well, you're there. You got Except it. Except the triplets. The triplets seem like a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. Everything other than that. Yeah. Just one at a time, guys. Or yeah. N- not. Yeah, or not. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> they seem they seem like a lot. You have kids. I don't. I'm about to. And oh! Yeah, this is my first kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, it won't be long for Zach now. Yeah, it's two like months, six to eight weeks away. Wow. Yeah. How are you feeling? Terrified. <laughs> I feel like that's a good thing. Yeah, probably. The healthy fear? Yeah. I think that's what makes you a good parent. Yeah, not that I, I know so. I'm not a parent. <laughs> we discussed it a lot last episode because we had a, a father on yeah. here. and Last, last. La- yeah. the, la- the last, last one we recorded. recorded. Oh. You haven't listened to it yet. Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry. We're a little bit behind. But that's okay. We're fixing it this week. Anyways. But yeah, Zach is, he's ready. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know about ready, but it's going to happen whether I'm ready or not. It's coming. That's true. It's you coming just, up quick. You don't really have a choice in the, at this point. No, not really. Yeah. Can I ask, was it like a fun surprise when it happened or was it like very planned? No, it was planned. We, okay. we had been trying for a while. Like we, we kind of had some troubles getting started, mm. but yeah, it, it was definitely, it was something that we wanted. We've mm. always wanted to have kids, so. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I feel like mm. we're in a similar boat. We, like, pulled the goalie as soon as we got married, <laughs> and it just, like, hasn't happened, and the longer that it's not happening, it's like, this yeah. is Azo case. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't even start trying until we'd been married for four years, probably, which I like that we did it that way. Like, I know a lot of people who, like... They got married, and then they had a kid within mm. that year. And I'm glad that we, like, got to build a foundation as a couple first, mm-hmm. and then we get to add the new person to it. And mm-hmm. then, like, we know who we are as a couple, and then we get to add somebody into that and mold them in that image, I guess. I think that's so important. Yeah. yeah. And have the time to, like, develop that friendship. Yeah. I think being friends with your partner is the most important. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Gotta like Best friends with. with Sean? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. No, he's my best friend. And, like, I suck at the butterflies, which I know is stupid. Aww. But it's just because he's, like, yeah, no, he's the best. No, and just, like, watching him develop 
himself and like find his passions is super sexy and like having the time to do that i feel like you wouldn't necessarily have if you had kids right away yeah like my sister had two kids 13 months apart and like she was mm, two months pregnant when she got married with her second baby so like they went right into the deep end and there's definitely pros and cons and like obviously she's an amazing mom and it's the most beautiful thing to watch but like you just you don't have the time to discover who you are to discover who your partner is to like flesh out some of those hobbies and you know fail at some win at some yeah i think it's it's important yeah in my humble opinion yeah Yeah, i agree that's all we want on this show humble opinions (laughs) there's not much about me that's humble uh, See, real. you're just being humble now. So much, so much of <laughs> a podcast either. <laughs> uh, Did you know that Metro Vancouver, their rate of senior citizens increases at six times the rate of their children being born? Mm. So they are in desperate need of babies because no one ever wants to have babies in Vancouver. <laughs> well, who, was, who was talking about that? Which guest was that that was talking about the, uh, the population crisis? Uh, Brent. Brent, yes. Yeah, he made some really good points about that that I, like, wasn't aware of, that a lot of countries have a very, very low birthing rate because people are just having less kids now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's a lot of reasons for that. I actually read something about it today. Actually, I read about the Fraser Valley today in that even the Fraser Valley, Abbotsford, all these other smaller cities, they're all graying rapidly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nobody... Well, people are still having babies, but not at the rate that they were 20, 30 years ago. No. So, and I think it's for a number of reasons. A lot of people realize they don't have to have, like, five kids. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of people are getting married a lot later, which is, I think, a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just interesting to see the dynamic change and, like, realize that we're running out of people. (laughs) And that's not going to help with the labor shortage. No, it's not. Like, I work in recruitment and trying to fill those vacant positions is dang near impossible. I know a girl and she does the Lululemon, um, like call centers Mm. and she just sits at home and she like goes into the thing and she does it from her phone. And it's like the best job ever. Mm. She just like talks to people and it's like all like, you know, sometimes it's like, Oh, you know, my pants ripped. This is the worst. (laughs) But most of the time it's like, Hey, like I just need some new pants. And like, she's like, all right, just Mm. cause they, they have the, 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 they have the lifetime warranty or whatever. Mm. Lululemon, I think. Yeah, I have beef with that. To really? return something is such a pain in the butt. I had a pair of pants for like three weeks, and then a hole right over, right over the butthole mm-hmm. started forming, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And I didn't notice until I was doing leg day, and I was doing squats, oh, and I looked no. at me and I'm like, oh, oh, that's a nope. So then you have to take pictures of it, and you have to take pictures of like the size tag. You have to take pictures of the little um, like thing to prove that it's actually Lululemon. You have mm. to fill out this long form, and I filled it out two weeks ago, and I haven't heard anything. Interesting. Oh, and I feel like my pants aren't supposed to rip within you know three weeks. Yeah, they're not supposed to. No, hundred dollars for a pair of tights. Like, pfft. do you think that tights are pants, or are they different? Well, okay, but like tights and leggings are different. Are leggings pants? Uh... I would argue to say yes, depending on, like, the situation. <laughs> like, you wouldn't wear leggings to an office job. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Or, like, to family dinner. Like, would I necessarily wear yeah. leggings? No, probably yeah. not. But I think they're pants for, like, going to the grocery store. Sure. Like, I don't feel naked when I'm wearing leggings. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I've never worn leggings. <laughs> you should. It's great. Yeah? 
Yeah, your leggings. I wore, yeah? Well, I wore Steph's leggings once. Ah. <laughs> yeah, right on. They are so comfortable. Really? I have thought so many times about buying a pair of leggings just for around the house. They have boy Lulus. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, I should probably just do, do they it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think that they're quite comfortable. That's like, like when boys wear the boxers that are like super like boxer goosey. Oh, boxers. That's boxers. Boxers, yeah. 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 Like, that can't be comfortable. They're boxer not. briefs make so much more sense yeah. to me. It just, like, holds everything in. It, yeah, that's you're not wrong. Yeah. No. And I feel like leggings are the same thing. They just kind of, like, yeah. hold everything in. Yeah, it's surprisingly comfortable to wear very tight, stretchy pants. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'll have to try it. I should try really Steph's should. maternity clothes. <laughs> let me that's tell you, let me tell you the Facebook is full of ads for selling yeah, underwear. stretchy. For? Selling underwear. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, full of it. Facebook is full of that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like the MeUndies ads? Yeah, there's a lot of other ones, but like you scroll past MeUndies and then you get like three more as you get that, you get lower. MeUndies are the shiz, by the way. I've heard. I've yeah. never had them. Sorry, what is this? MeUndies? MeUndies? It's a subscription underwear. You okay? I got shown a subscription when we started dating, so it was like eight years ago, and every month he gets a new pair of underwear from MeUndies, and they're like the boxer brief, mm-hmm. and they come in super cute prints. And you can get matching ones. So, like, every Valentine's Day, we get a matching pair of underwear. That's cute. Yeah. Interesting. And I can do, like, the butt high fives. He hates it every time. Make him do it every time. <laughs> and they like should that. be sponsoring us. We're giving them free advertising right they now. They should be sponsoring us. They're like a big we're, podcast. We're, we're, we're going to beep out the name every time ah. until we talk to them. <laughs> until Yeah, until they reach out to yeah. us. You should just ask them for a discount code. I should. We haven't actually done I feel like anything I'm, like that yeah. yet. Yeah. I feel like we need to have a certain like level of notoriety in order it's to be true. like, hey. You probably have to have like a certain list. Yeah, you, I, think, mm. I think you do. Yeah, yeah, we a, have a certain people number, listening. A certain number we, of followers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. Gain some traction and then get me undies. We've also done zero advertising, so we'll get there. We'll get there. Look, I'm, the point of this podcast is not to get famous. It would help. But it's not to get famous, it's to have fun. And Lin- to have Lindsay, some- would you feel comfortable taking some cards with you? Some business cards for Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, oh. absolutely. Yeah. Well and I'm gonna like share this on my Instagram and like There you go. Not to brag, but I've had a few people like following me recently because of this whole like fitness <laughs> there thing. There you go. Love it. There yeah. Go. Yeah, let's do it. I made a, a TikTok about like the fit transformation. You have a TikTok as well now? Yeah. I've had a TikTok for a long time. I don't know anything about TikTok. Oh, I love to make stupid videos. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. No. I made one for my work because um, people were throwing their cigarette butts on like the dry ground, which is a freaking uh, fire hazard in the middle of the summer. So I made this whole TikTok about put your butt in the hole with the <laughs> like the cigarette hole oh, yeah. dispenser. The dispenser. <laughs> it doesn't dispense nothing. Yeah. It dispenses with receptacle. Cigarette. Receptacle. Yeah. It's the butthole, is what did, we call it now. Yeah. Did you know that... It, uh, you do know, because I know you listened to the episode, but the, they've trained the crows to pick up cigarette <laughs> oh butts? God. Yes, and it's voluntary. <laughs> <laughs> is it? It is. It's a voluntary program. Yeah, no, I don't actually know if it is voluntary. <laughs> I don't think they understand the difference. No. I don't think they're capable of understanding the difference. No, and then, Kate, I had a question about it, because if okay. someone... If a crow thinks that it's picking up a cigarette butt, but it's like a little piece of stick that kind of looks like a cigarette butt, do they reward it? Or do they say, no, that's not right, go and try again, and then is that crow going to try again, or is that crow going to get pissed off? Does he? Oh, Okay, you know what's a better question, though? Is somebody there looking and counting the cigarette butts <laughs> to know stick? <laughs> a stick and then like, admonish the bird? If they reward a stick, then isn't that crow just going to continue to bring sticks? 
And then the program shot. Yeah, that's true. That's a good yeah. point. And he's gonna tell his friends, like, "Hey guys, you don't just bring to, a stick. You don't have to do say red. What but is, sticks are fine. Yeah. What a job that must be." To be like <laughs> to, a crow treat out, giver. To oh, pick the out guy. sticks oh, yeah. <laughs> from cigarette butts for these crows. His resume must be top notch. <laughs> I work a, with a team. Who do you work with? A bunch of crows. <laughs> <laughs> What's your official title? Butt finder. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the things that people put on their resume are actually hilarious. Like I spend my day just trolling Indeed looking for resumes. Yeah. And the things that people put on their resume is just mind boggling. <laughs> or like they apply and they think that they've attached their resume, but they didn't. Uh, yeah. Oh, we've gotten some juicy things. What's like some like, of the, what are the big resume no-nos that you can give to the audience? Do you um, have any? Like, your GPA is unnecessary, especially if it's under two. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> we had someone apply and had, like, 1.35 GPA. Why would you put that on Why would you put that on there? Yeah. Even if you have a 4.0, I don't really care. But, like, maybe, a 3 yeah. or 1.35. Mm. Maybe they thought it goes up to two, and they're like, hey, one and a half isn't bad. <laughs> that, that, I'm pretty good. That's one thing I learned when I got out of high school is that they teach you resume skills, especially, like, the last year. But realistically, they don't teach you the important stuff to put on there. No. They teach you like stuff that to fill it out because you don't you're in high school, you don't have a lot. Yeah. So you think going forward that that's what you need to keep putting mm-hmm. and then just your experience gets a little a little longer as you go, but like you don't need all that other stuff. You just say no. you graduated in the year. That's all you don't need anything else. Yeah. It's uh it's it's pretty insane what some people will just throw on their resume. I wanted to like write a not a even a book because it wouldn't take that long, but like how to write a good resume so that the recruiter will call you back. But then I realized that the people who have the really bad resumes probably aren't going to read it. Yeah. You got to be like, you, you make the book and then you go to the job fairs and you sit there and be like at the door and be like, buy this book, read it, come back. Or for entrance into the job fair, they have to show me a resume and I'll circle in red. Like this is dumb. This is dumb. Get rid of this. Yeah. In order, in order to apply, <laughs> yeah. in order to apply, see this example. Yeah. Make sure it looks like this. Match this format. Or I'll just make a TikTok and like point out the things that are really silly. Hmm. Like guys, don't maybe like your home address, don't put it on there. <laughs> your references, if they all have the same last name as you and like the relation is like mom, dad, uncle, don't put it on there. Yeah, yeah that's fair. It's the not first a good thing look. I, first thing I learned. Yeah. <laughs> don't put like, your family. Don't, yeah. Last name. Don't put the same last name. No, no. Hmm. I, uh, I'm in a supervisor position at work and we've been trying to hire some people lately. So I've gotten to look at the resumes and first of all, I can't believe how bad some of them are. <laughs> like yeah. we had two recently. One of them was, uh, he put on his resume like under job experience. So you put, uh, like your job title, where you worked and then how long you were there. He put at the very top, nice guy, 15 plus years. What? What does that even mean? He was just saying that he's been a nice guy. <laughs> for 15 plus for years? 15 plus years. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Are they doing like critical thinking? Two plus years. Really? Yeah. Really? What were you doing before? <laughs> Thinking uncritically. We and had, then they made this resume. Mm. <laughs> we had another guy who put on, we actually hired him. He's, he's a good worker. But he put on his resume, able to see colors. Is that an important... <laughs> Is not, it important to the job? Not a relevant skill at my job. <laughs> the tires are all the same color. All tires are black. Uh, <laughs> so White walls. We asked him in the interview. We were like, does that come up? And he said, yeah. Like, people huh? have asked him in a ton of job interviews, like, are you colorblind? 
So he put it on his resume. Hmm. Not colorblind, but it's a good question him. to ask. Like, why did you put this on here? What was the yeah. thought process? Yeah, I'm so happy that he had a real reason for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and not just like, oh, I thought it would help my, my chances. It's my only <laughs> skill. You know what? At least that's something that that will you remember to get him back and ask about. Yeah, that's, that's true. I wonder if it was a strategy. Like, mm. just put something weird on your resume. I, some people, so some people do that. I actually. Uh, when I was younger and I was looking for like my first jobs, um, I would, and I was bouncing around a lot between part-time jobs, like it in high school. And then just after I would print my resume on cardstock. Yes. So that in a stack of resumes, it stood out and it never didn't work. No, it's a good one. But now like people don't take physical resumes. (laughs) So my only job application skill is out the window. (laughs) That was your ace in the hole. That was my ace in the hole and I can't even use it anymore. Man, that sucks. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Yeah. It would have been 10 years ago. <laughs> My favorite application that I ever got was someone came into our office to drop off a resume, which is, like, not what we do. Like, apply online. But this dude, his resume was, like, eight pages long. But the cover page was a photo of him in full karate gear doing a karate <laughs> no kick. No way. A full page <laughs> glossy photo. That's amazing. I called him just because I wanted to talk to him. He did not get the job. But he was a great person to chat with. I love that so much. I I had another one. A guy wrote, hand wrote his resume in green pencil crayon. (laughs) (laughs) I've had a couple times people dropping off resumes for other people. Oh. Don't do that. No. I think once it was a family member, but other times it's like, yeah, it, my friend wants to work here. Be like, here. What, what, what are your available hours? He's like, oh, he's written them down on there. I'm like... Just like call a DoorDash guy? It, like, are you this person's name? And he's like, he's like, no, he's, they're, 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 somewhere. they're over there or they're busy. <laughs> Resume delivery service. I was like, yeah. I was like, okay. That's so strange. Well, like, you know. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get like the, the moms that come in like, oh, my son wants to get a job yeah. here. It's like, okay, where is he? Like... It's like, oh, here's his resume. I'm like, no, I should, I should probably meet the kid, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's a big it's a big 110 is, is, is a, the manager at the time. Yeah. You, you know 110? Yeah. yeah. No. What, what is this 110? You have 110 on, on the resume because then all you got to do is you put a slash through it and it says no. Oh. <laughs> but it's, it's a nice way in case other people see it. Yeah. Not, you don't have anything bad written on, on it for, you know, the person if they're oh, there or other, other employees. But you go 110 on it. See, I felt rude doing that. So I do T, B, and T. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> That's good, too. But no one else knows what it means. It's just for me. Yeah. I, I have a buddy, and he he used to have a job where he interviewed a lot of entry-level people. And so, for, like, it was, like, parking lot duty and stuff like that. So, it was, like, all, like, teenagers right. and, like, you know, like, middle schoolers. And, like, oh, my son just wants to get his first job or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So, he's, like, he had a rule. If you do not, if you cannot come into this interview without your mother... You do not get the job. Yeah. It was fantastic. He had a couple, like, moms that, like, refused to not sit in the in, in mm-hmm. on the interview. He's like, you're not getting the job. Wow. Yeah. I had it one time a mom dropped her kid off for the interview, and she came into the office, and she's like, I'm so sorry that he's late. It's all my fault. Like, okay, but he still could have called me. He still could have yeah. texted me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a catch-22, right? Those kids, they need to learn those skills on the job but they also should come with those skills ahead of time it's it's there's just a certain checklist that you have to hit before like 
you, it's not that hard. Show up on time to the job interview. Drop mm. off your own resume. Like just wear show, real pants. Wear real pants. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just show some responsibility. I, I've never not shown up an hour early. Usually, like it's like 20, 10, 15 minutes early. I always show up an hour early and if walk around. If you could walk around, like the store or wherever you are, mm-hmm. and see what's going on, and then leave and then show up again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sneaky. It's a good one to have. Yeah. The other thing, though, nowadays is there's so much anxiety, and I try really hard to be, like, mindful of it because I have pretty bad anxiety. So, like, when a kid comes in with his mom, I try not to let it be, like, an automatic no. Like, I try to give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, maybe this is their very first time coming into an interview, so I just try to make them feel as comfortable as possible. But beyond the interview, if, like, their first day their mom calls me and is like, he's not coming in because he's sick... That's a no-go. Yeah. You know? Like, I tried to break down that barrier by trying to be as warm and welcoming in the interview. Like, nothing is scary. You can communicate with me. If you don't want to talk to anyone else, that's okay. Just communicate with me. But then if beyond that, then they get their mom involved, that's when it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you got to take some responsibility at some point. A little bit. A little bit. (laughs) That's tough. You mentioned that they have to wear real pants. Have you had people come in with no pants? No, jammy pants. Oh, pajama pants? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a guy, he came in with, um, like, the plaid pajama pants and Crocs. Oh. That's two two red flags. Two job interview. Socks? Uh, Yeah, I think he was wearing socks. Socks and Crocs? Crocs? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Or other times, like, people come in in, like, sweatpants. And not that sweatpants in and of themselves are bad, but when they're, like, those gray... Oh, yeah. Like, obviously sweatpants? Yeah. Like, you know this is, like, the first thing you're doing today. Yeah, like, you rolled out of bed, and it's, like, 11 o'clock for the interview, and you're interviewing for a 5 a.m. start time. (laughs) Doesn't bode well. No. (sighs) No. You definitely meet a lot of uh, cool cats and kittens. There's some interesting folks. I would just have a new litter of kittens at the farm. Uh... They're so cute. They're, like, two weeks old. They're adorable. Uh, Sorry, that was off topic. I love kittens. Seamless. (laughs) I tried to get my cat a little sibling because I thought she was lonely, so I brought a kitten home. She hated it. <laughs> like, I could not leave them home alone together, so I had to carry this kitten with me everywhere I went. Like, I took her to my office with me. It was so stressful. I had to, like, keep her locked in our bedroom, so she was, like, crawling all over our faces. She scratched the crap out of my face Whoa. while my cat was locked out of our room, and I was like, no, I can't do it. Mm. I returned the kitten, and I told my cat, whose name is Bruce, um, that she's going to be an only child forever. <laughs> I mean... Probably didn't take it that harsh. No, she's very fine with it. <laughs> very fine. <laughs> yeah, it's always interesting. Like, you meet, you have a cat, and then you try and incorporate another cat into the picture, mm. and it either goes really well, but usually it doesn't. No. Like, that cat is so used to being the top, Yeah. I was going to say it's top dog, but <laughs> top cat, I guess. It's because um, cat owns their, own their owners. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I actually listened to Mike Tyson talk about that the other day, because he has tigers, so he, has own, he owns, like, a bunch he, he of tigers. Has, he has tigers. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was really interesting because, like, he's like, yeah, I have, like, four, I've had, like, three or four tigers at a time. The one thing you know, you learn about tigers real quick, you do not own those tigers. Mm. They own you. Yeah. They can eat you whenever they want. But well, they're like, I'll put up with this guy. It's fine. Dogs have owners. Cats have staff. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. Did you did you see the thing that happened to Mike Tyson on the airplane? A few weeks ago? No. Yes. I wa- I saw a little bit of it. Tell me. Uh, there was... probably no more. No, you, you brought it no, up. No, I, I, I just know that there was a guy that was, like, harassing him, and... Somebody got him. He lashed out at him. Yeah. Like, seemingly deservingly, it looked oh, like, yeah. from, from what I saw. But then he kept going. But, I mean, 
So there's a guy sitting beso- behind Mike Tyson in an airplane and was just like poking him. Like, like I don't even know what he was saying, but he was obviously agitating him. Like, I mean, oh, on, on purpose. On purpose. Like, just being a dick to him and just like continuously prodding him. And then Mike Tyson was like, you need to back off. Like, you need to stop. Oh, yeah. Like, warned him a number of times. Yeah, yeah. And then even, like, the dudes sitting beside Mike Tyson, who I assume are with him, were like, Kate, you got to leave him alone. And he just would not back off. So then Mike Tyson turns around and just starts punching him, like, multiple times right in the face. And, like, so many times that the people beside him are like, okay, like, you got to stop. Jeez. I mean, someone like Mike Tyson, you just... I'm sure he just, like, turns it on and just, like, he can't stop. Ah. Like, he's just so bred to just... But I also feel like one punch from Mike Tyson in your face is plenty. Yeah. Yeah, that's a broken cheek and broken nose. Oh, yeah, he was bleeding, but he was still, like, smiling and laughing about it. Well, because, like, he clearly was doing it to get a reaction. Yeah. And it... And then got exactly what he wanted. He got got a lot, but clearly was satisfied that, you know, he wanted... That's the reaction he wanted. Was it worth it? All that plastic surgery just for a video? And they were in America. Like, you know, that shit ain't free. No. Mike Tyson ain't gonna pay for it. No. (laughs) People treat celebrities so weird. Like... It's true. Like, just because they know this person from TV and movies, they're just gonna, like, poke at them. Yeah. Hey, do a trick. Do a trick. Yeah. It's not a mutual. No, it's... There's a word for it. What is it called? The relationship that you have with, like, a celebrity that... Mm. Par- parasocial? Yes, a parasocial relationship. Mm. That, 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 parasocial? that term gets thrown around a lot for a lot of stuff that isn't parasocial now. But yeah, it is a very real thing. Yeah, people th- people build a relationship with somebody only from like the the minimal amount that they see of their mm. like, career. Yeah, you yeah. think you know them because you yeah. watch them on TV. Yeah, you yeah. think you know everything about them because yeah. you see this one snippet of like either a character they play or or this mm-hmm. one part of their life. It's yeah. like the it, Instagram it, influencers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not real people. Like, that's not their real personality. They're putting a show on for you to entertain you. It's it's that simple. I mean, actors in like TV and movies are putting something on, but I think Instagram influencers sometimes I think that they're authentic. Yes, but I mean, there is also yeah. You're right. You're right. But I mean, at the end of the day, you're still gonna be you know when as soon as you turn the camera off, you're like, oh man, that was. Mm. All right, all right. Now I can be my real self and you know put my sweatpants on and just veg out or whatever. I don't know. It's it's super subjective. Still doing a performance whenever the camera's on, but that doesn't mean that you're not a good person. Oh no, no. I'm not saying they're not good people. I'm just saying you're you're putting that extra effort in Mm -hmm. when you're on camera. You're like, and then people think, oh, they're always this really happy person. (laughs) It's like that's not how it works. They're not on all the time. No. 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 It's like, I'm a people person, I love people, but there are days when I do, like, 16 interviews back-to-back, and then I come home, and I do not want to talk to anybody. Like, I'm not that friendly. Yeah. I don't want to have chit-chat. I think, I think everybody acts differently when they're with other people. Yeah. Like, it's just, that's just behavior. Yeah, really. yeah. Yeah, there's, so, there's like, weird social cues to that, too. It's interesting. But I do also think that, because you have your your like your job voice and your job <laughs> behavior and then you have your re- Steve always makes fun of me for that mm. yeah like my shop voice and you have yeah, a shop voice apparently is it louder or not as loud it's probably louder because mm. the shop is louder that makes you go sense. deeper I feel probably like lots of guys go yeah. deeper with their work oh, voice. yeah yeah up, man i need four tires and uh stall three uh. you know i don't know what do you what do you no you nailed it Really? Yeah. Like, oh. I thought I was talking for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. That is one thing I don't really get, though. Like, people say that they have, like, a work persona, a home persona, and, like, a family persona. Maybe it's just that I'm too simple, but I feel like it's all the same. 
that, that's what, kind of what I was getting at, right? Like, you think that it's like when you're at work, it's like, oh, that's not me. That's just my, that's like my work person. Like, no, that's you. Yeah. Just smileier. Yeah. Like, you're still the same person. Different aspects of your personality are amplified or dampened, depending right. on... Yeah, because you can't act any way you want yeah. with your friends at work. Yeah. Not necessarily, depending on, like, in situations. With mm. strangers, like, that doesn't fly all the time. So you, you gotta, like, kind of shift around your attitude. Well, like, and... when I'm doing sales, like, mm. I'll say things that if somebody said to me, I would want to punch them. Like, just these things that everybody says all the time. Like, talking about the weather and, oh, like, yeah. like, I would hate to talk about the yeah. weather if I wasn't Absolutely. trying to get somebody to make a $1,500 purchase. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I wonder if that actually helps. You think yeah, small think talk really helps? Yeah, I, I think people are more likely to buy something from somebody they feel they have a personal connection with. That's true. And if but does small talk get that? Yeah, like, oh, uh, we both uh, agree with, with, with a lot of people that can. Yeah. yeah. It depends on the person. Like, some people just want, you yeah. know, like, no bullshit, tell me how much I have to spend. Yeah. yeah. Like, but I'm other like people are like... It's usually because they've been in that situation and they, they know. Yeah. They know. Yeah. Other really people want to chat, personal. though. Yeah, like, I don't want to talk about the weather, but, like, tell me about the last skill you learned. Yeah. What's the last cool thing that happened to you? Tell me a funny story <laughs> any, that happened today. Any plans this weekend? Uh, oh. No, I hate that one. Oh. Every waitress ever. Uh. Sorry, waiter or wait staff. Yeah. Um, what are you doing after this? Yeah. Going home. <laughs> Going to bed. Yeah. It's 9 p.m. in Abbotsford. Yeah. What else is there? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to go hit the town. Like, no, it's a Tuesday. We're going home. Yeah. You always feel bad, too. Like, you should be doing something because they're asking. Yeah. I think it's just because they're at work still. It's yeah. like, yeah. you're going home, but I'm still here till yeah. 12. Their day's still going. Yeah. They're just like... I hope you have. I, I. They genuinely want you to do be doing something interesting because they're not. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. That's mm-hmm. that's just me. Yeah. Thinking that, but I don't know. I've never been a waitstaff, so I haven't either. I feel you know they should just make that everyone should have to work. Customer service. Customer service. Oh yeah. <laughs> like how some countries have mandatory military service. Yeah. <laughs> we have to have <laughs> mandatory customer, customer service. service. You know how many you know how many more people would have patience oh, yeah. in this country? Oh uh, social skills. Social skills. Yeah. Basic number crunching. How do you add like you know, twelve fifty and then add tax? Like that'd be great. Just being polite to these people. So many people act like the people serving them. Like we do events where we like cook barbecue and like I serve them to people and people just entirely ignore you like you're not a real person just because you're bringing them food it's so strange yeah I don't get people like that no yeah Yeah, because you're doing a service for me you're lesser than me like that's not how this works no I'm doing you a favor have you tasted this this is great yeah (laughs) yeah it's 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 a weird dynamic (sighs) yeah and then just being polite to the people who are you know, working. Yeah. Like, Nobody wants to be here. Like, no. just, well, I mean, depends on the job. I like my job, but I don't have to see people all day. Uh, yeah. So. My mom gave me advice. She's like, don't marry someone who's a dick to the server. Yeah. yeah. It's a big red flag. Yeah. Red flag. Like, if they're nice to you, but they're a dick to the server, they're not a nice person. No. Yeah. That's put on when they talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still feel bad. Mike and I and a couple other buddies, one time we went to Alfred Chinese once. He's already laughing because he knows this story. Yeah. But he, I I misheard 
the waitress at the time, and I thought she said, are you ready to order? But she said, oh, how's it going? Uh. And I'm like, yes, we're ready to order. And it was the... I came off as such a butt. I'm like, oh, I feel so bad. Did you apologize? No, he didn't. Oh, no! <laughs> he ordered... <laughs> I was like, oh, no! And, oh, it was bad. It was... I, we still laugh about it, but I'm like, oh, I feel so bad. Ah, uh, uh, we've all had those. Oh, man. I hope I hope she's doing okay. <laughs> I really do. I wish her the best. Wishing her the biggest of tips. Right? Mm. I, I tipped... <laughs> I tipped well. I did. I'm like, oh. Tipped out of shame. Yeah. Sometimes that's good, right? Yeah. Got a tip. Yeah. We, we had this about, conversation yeah. already. We talked about tipping a lot yeah. on this podcast, actually. Mm. It's a new experience for Russell. It's mm-hmm. oh, that's not true. I used to not tip, and I had I talked about the whole thing. It's a whole ideology I had, and it was dumb. That's like when I didn't watch sitcoms for like ten years. It was a dumb idea. I do dumb things sometimes. Sometimes I do. And then I came up with a good one, and I started a podcast with two awesome guys. Here we are. What's your out of the box idea. The love is a better motivator. Love is a better motivator. Yeah, that was my thing about like the fitness. Yeah, we did kind of touch on. Yeah. That. I'll find. Like, I don't think you're gonna get as far hating yourself as you will loving yourself. I agree. Cause like you look at the pictures of yourself and you're like at your heaviest or whatever, like where you don't want to be. You have to love yourself there enough to change. It's too much wasted energy. Yeah, hate is exhausting. I don't think it does anything good for you. It is exhausting. I'll give you that. It's, it's, can... it's always it's always past tense too. Like you're always upset about something that already happened. Mm. Exactly, and that's just inefficient. Mm-hmm. Like I pride myself. I'm like I don't care about anything that happened before right now. Mm. Like nothing matters. It's just you. You're angry about something that happened like a week ago. That's stupid. Yeah. What are you doing? Why are you holding on to this? Even if, even if the other person is in the wrong, who cares? Yeah. Like, either, you know, make up or move on. Like, eh. It's not always that easy. There's it's certain not. people it's not. who, like, trigger the heck out of me. Mm. And I just really don't like who I am when I'm around them. Because things like that will trigger, like, for days, weeks afterwards, I still, like, it'll pop into my head, like, oh, they said this thing. Oh, it's so irritating. Mm. And I get angry. And I hate that. And I hate being that. So now I just, like... Avoid them, and I don't know if that's the right thing to do either. I think that it's, probably it's, makes it it's worse. Tough. Yeah, it is tough because it's, it's tough. human nature to be like, I don't want to, you know, lose face. You know, I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to get into conflict. We always run from conflict as humans. It's terrible. But um, yeah, I don't even know if it's conflict. It's just that I don't like um, ruminating on it mm. for days and days and days because it doesn't do anything. Like you no. say, it's not going to help anything. It's like, why with these certain people do I continue to ruminate on it? Mm. I don't know. Man, I take that for granted because I can't think of anybody that I'm like, I don't really like that person. Like, I don't want to spend any time with them. I mean, there's some people that you don't click with, Mm. but I'm like, man, we can still have a conversation. No, for me, there's certain people who are so... The black and white thinking really bothers Mm. me. When it's like, absolutely, this is correct and absolutely, this is not right. That really bothers me because yeah. I don't think there's anything in this world that is black and white. No, everything, Nothing. almost every opinion or idea is fluid. Yeah. Because either it's going to change with science or it's going to change with people thinking of a better way of doing things. Yeah. It, of course. When people have black and white opinions, that drives me up the wall. Yeah. And you can't even talk to that because, like, you don't want to have a discussion. You want to tell me why I'm wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
if you don't both go into a conversation with an open mind and willingness to potentially cede to the other side. Yeah. Then, then what's the point? Yeah, why bother? Then you're running up against a wall. Exactly. Yeah. The only difference is, is that people that have black and white opinions are usually, they believe something, it's not their opinion. Mm. Like, they believe this is true, so you can't prove them wrong. Yeah. Because it's yeah. not an opinion, it's a belief. Yeah. You f- I find that a lot, too, right? You sh- like, even you don't even listen to, okay, here's some science behind this. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't believe that. Yeah. It's like, well, it's, it's right in front of you, buddy. The mm-hmm. sky's blue. Get over it. Yeah. And I think that's okay. Like, there's certain things that people disagree with me. Like, I think God exists. Some people disagree with me on that, and it doesn't matter. Like... That's okay. You don't agree. That's okay. Like, let's move on. I don't feel the need to hold people down and try mm. to convince them that my way is correct. Yeah. That's a really long discussion, too. It's like, I don't need to do this on a Tuesday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then when people are, you know, dicks about that. Mm. Oh, you're so stupid for believing that. Like, I don't care. Like, why do you, why do you yeah, need to have You're saying that doesn't it? make me feel any better or no, worse. Like, no, no. It's like me being a vegetarian. So many people think it's stupid. My husband is a hunter. Like, he <laughs> thinks it's stupid. doesn't matter to me. I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to convince him. He's given up trying to convince me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it works, right? That's that's fascinating you guys have that dynamic, though. Yeah. Like, you guys are really different. Yeah, he has that a didn't barbecue even company. Click, that didn't even click for me, that your husband has a barbecue company mm-hmm. and you're a vegetarian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wild. But you're so supportive of him. I love it. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, I want him to live his best life. And, like, watching him get excited is the best Isn't thing. that so awesome? It's so hot. <laughs> watching the person you love get excited about something, I love it so much. Wow. And I know that he loves it, too, because, like, I come home from spin and I'm just, like, jazzed on life because I got so many kilometers. And he loves it, even though he doesn't get it and he's never going to go with me. <laughs> oh, probably not. You, well, no, yeah. I'm trying to get him to go to the gym with me because I think that he would have fun. Because it is actually a lot of fun. It is. Yeah. Yeah. The physical capabilities are addicting. Like being mm. able to do things that you couldn't do before is addicting. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I remember when I like when I was at the gym and I was like in my like peak physical condition where like the best I was ever at. I'm like, this is great. Mm. Like I can run like minutes without getting winded. Mm. It was great. Not more than five, but it was great. <laughs> Ugh. And I'm like up to you three could, and a half. you could lift more and like, mm. uh, yeah, and then you feel so cool when you're like deadlifting or something. Oh yeah. And those are the kind of goals that I'm really jacked on right now. Yeah. Like I want to increase those lifts. I want to deadlift 300 pounds. That is my Whoa. dream. Yeah, that's the dream. How close are we to that dream? Ugh, I'm like 150, but <laughs> 150. That's halfway. Yeah. You're already halfway. I that's can do amazing. three sets of 12 with 150. Okay. So like. I'm getting there. It's not like a max rep. I want one max rep at 300. All right. That's Have you tried to do one max rep? No. No? I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hurt my back either. Yeah, that's true. Deadlifts especially are a hard one. Like, yeah. You can really hurt yourself doing a deadlift. And then now, like, my trainer, Michelle, she's on vacation for a month. So, like, I don't want to do it unless she's there correcting yeah. my form. Right. Like, I'm not going to risk hurting myself and then being out. Yeah. Well, because it's all the form lifting it, really. Yeah. Without hurting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You it's have to be so technical. really secure in your knowledge of doing it the right way. Yeah. And it, it, at those kind of weights, it's scary. Yeah, you got to be so careful. That's why even, like, when we do, like, 150, we always start with, like, 30 pounds. And mm. she's super critical of my form to make sure that with 30 pounds, I'm doing it 
perfectly. Yeah. So that when we up the weight, that it's not going to kill me. Yeah. Yeah. Because also having to take a day off for injury would be rough. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. After sitting for six months because I broke my butt, like if I have one day off, like I pulled a muscle in my leg, it was such a mind trip. Like I'm stuck here. I'm back. I'm doing this again. I'm going to fall back to all of the old things. I'm not going to be able to do my things. It was stressful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's the most important thing, right? Even if you take the day off because you have to, the the best thing you do, you just, as long as you don't take two days off, right? Mm. As long as you don't take a week off and then you're, you're done. Mm -hmm. Seems like you kind of have the fire about it now though. Like you're passionate about exercising and were you before the injury at all? Not at all. Yeah. No. What's, what's your routine like week-wise then? Like, do you go three, four times or every day or what? Um, usually, yeah. So I've been going to the gym seven days a week and then I go to spin five times a week. Oh, wow. What's, you go to the gym and spin? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> is, is it at the same location or? No, I go to Iron Cycle okay. in downtown. So like this, like, so usually I go four days a week with the trainer, three days a week on my own. But mm-hmm. now that the trainer's gone, I've been kind of mixing it up a little bit. So like this morning I went to the 545 spin class. And then I went to gym right after work. Wow. That's crazy. That's yeah. commitment. Usually I go 5.30 till 7 at the gym, and then I do a spin in the evening. Okay. And That's amazing. Yeah, wow. I love it. And it's only because Sean is so supportive, and Sean is so like, yeah, do you. Also, he's an introvert, and I think that he doesn't mind the quiet. Because mm. <laughs> there was a time when I never left the house, and he's like, this is just way too much. Well, and you're coming back happier, right? So Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There's, that's a really big thing, right? Being at home and not happy and being gone and then you come back and you are happy. Yep. The, the time that you spend with people, it's just better. So right? much better. You could spend two days with somebody that's unhappy or you could spend 10 minutes with a happy person and it's better, mm-hmm. right? It's You get more out of that 10 minutes than you do the two days. Yeah. I love it. And there was times when I was depressed and like, like only staying at home and like barely moving and so depressed and so sad that like Sean would come home from work and try to have a conversation with me and I would just be so moody or like I would get teary and I just wouldn't want to, Mm. you know, be myself and have a good time. So yeah, it's been a lot better. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm also off of my meds, but like in a healthy way, like I consulted a doctor this time. (laughs) Smart. Yeah. So like the exercising and stuff is like super helped. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's good, yeah. 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 Can't encourage that enough, right? People don't realize how much diet and exercise can drastically improve your mindscape. So I much. didn't believe it. Yeah. I thought that it was all talk. And that's why I keep, like, I overshare on Instagram like crazy because <laughs> I was so lazy. I didn't care. I didn't like it. I didn't think it was fun. I was like, I'm just on anxiety meds for the rest of my life. And I feel so much now that like, if I can do it, literally anybody can. Mm. That's, I know that everyone says that, but I think it's so true. Yeah. You just got to find what you enjoy and what gets excited, what's exciting to you. Mm. I think that's what's important. And not even with just fitness, like with anything. Yeah. I think that I hear that all the time, right? If you want to get if you want to do the fitness journey it doesn't matter what fitness you're doing Mm-mm. like if your thing is like 10 minutes of you know working out at home every day do that mm-hmm. if that's all that all that you have time for do that mm-hmm. right it's or if you if you you know want to be a runner you run for like an hour whatever you don't have to do the whole gym thing you don't have to do all the workouts or everything no you just gotta do little bits yeah and it doesn't matter what it looks like to anybody else except you. Oh. 
people do not care about your life. No. They don't. No. Like No one's looking at you as critically as you're looking at yourself. No. You, like, you walk into a room of people, everyone's thinking, oh, what does that person think of me? Mm-hmm. No one else yeah. is thinking that. No. no one gives a rip about what your life is. No. That That's... was always the biggest hurdle for me going to the gym. Because, like, I was going to the gym pretty regularly, like, before the pandemic was crazy. Mm. You can't tell now because, you know, Chat. the oh. pandemic happened and then my you wife got great. pregnant and I'm sympathy eating. But <laughs> No, there's that science. You can't. It's fine. What? Right? Because when the the wife is pregnant, they give off pheromones to tell the father to eat Oh, more. to put on weight. Yeah. Really? Put on weight. Yeah. yeah. That's a real thing. Ah. Yeah. Yep. Like so it's it. totally fine. Yeah. Thank you for the permission. <laughs> also, people in happy relationships tend to yeah tend to that's also true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have wanted to go back, but it is like there is that mental hurdle of like, man, I'm gonna do stuff wrong, and all the people are gonna make fun of me. Yeah, and yeah. <sighs> yeah. Except that I don't. But think it I've, doesn't happen. I've like, never met anyone at a gym who's made fun. Well, no, that's not true. I haven't known people that make fun of other people at the mm-hmm. gym. But like, eh, whatever. Yeah, part of it is not caring. Part of it is being so in your own journey that who cares yeah. what one else says. But I totally get that because I was so scared to walk yeah. into a gym. And that's why I went so hard with the trainer like four days a week because I was like, I'm not going to walk in here without you and like without you telling me what to do. Yeah. So just do what you got to do. Do you think you're going to wean yourself off of the trainer or like is it just is that your you pay for push? the sessions for the year right well i bought 48 sessions yeah. and like they're all gone now because so, oh okay so but she's on vacation for a month and when she comes back i don't know what my routine is going to be just because it like it is quite expensive and yeah. i feel very lucky to be at this place in my life where i have the time and the money to be able to dedicate it to that and mm. i don't want to like be dismissive of that because i know that not everyone is there that's just where i am right now and i'm really grateful for it um, but when she comes back, I might try to move it around a little bit just yeah. so it's not as expensive. Because, yeah. I mean, I it is do expensive. want to buy a house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think that it's, it's the, right, it's, you need that mentor to, mentorship to get mm. your feet on the ground, mm-hmm. feet on the ground? Sure. Running start. We'll get a running start. Sure. I, well, also to know where you are now, like where, where the next step is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. And just to learn how to do the things yeah. and, like, what a full workout is. Like, now that she's gone for a month, she's um, assigned me workouts for all of the sessions that we had previously booked. Mm. So I can just, like, follow it along on my app. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the most important thing. Learning how to do stuff right the first time is so critical. Mm-hmm. Like, if I've seen people, they don't know how to do squats. Mm-hmm. And they've been going, like, that guy's been coming for six months. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's like, no one taught him how to do squats. It's like, well, that's not good. You're going to wreck something, bud. Yeah. No. Having a trainer for at least, like, I don't know, till whenever you feel comfortable and whenever you feel confident to walk into a gym and know how to do a workout on your own, I think that's really important if you can swing it. Yeah. yeah but there's also so many, like, YouTubes and... Yeah. It gets overwhelming, though. There's just so much information out there, like, mm-hmm. especially about fitness. Like, mm-hmm. I did get a trainer when I started going to the gym just for one session to give me like uh, a plan and then I was going to the gym three times a week for you know doing exactly what she told me to do mm-hmm. yeah they can hook you so quick on that trainer stuff yeah well it's a family member so uh, they weren't gonna rip worse. me off, so I actually I had that same thing like I was at I was at I used to go to the gym and then my like second cousin or whatever worked at the gym and he's like oh hey I'm like oh hey he's like <laughs> We're getting you on training schedule. Oh, I'm like, man. Oh, okay. But I was like two sessions. I'm like, I'm good. 
And then he quit. And I'm like, all right, we're good. I mean, it is expensive to... It is. But it's, it's an investment. It. it is. If you get a good trainer. Yeah. There's some not so great ones out there, no. too. Like, my sister work, has worked at three different gyms. They're not all good. Yeah. And I think finding someone that you click with is super important, too. Yes. Like, yeah. for me, like, she had similar experiences. Like, she had migraines, and she, like, cured herself of migraines with diet and exercise. Wow. So, like, having those things that we can bond over. Yeah, I haven't had a migraine. Okay, I had one migraine that was stress-induced, but before that, it was, like, two months. And I used to get two every weekend. Oh, wow. Every weekend? Yeah, like, every Saturday, every Sunday. Whoa. Yeah. And, like, debilitating, like, in bed, throwing up, not moving. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, they're not a good time. Yeah. Whoa. So, even that life change... Like, I get two days a week of my life back. That's worth it. (laughs) All the time you spend at the gym, it's, you pay off right away. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Again, ah, exercise, people, like, (laughs) it'll change your life. Yeah. Ah, that's amazing. Yeah. How long have you had these migraines? Oh, since forever. Like, I remember being a kid and, like, trick-or-treating, and I was so determined to go, but I would have to stop and, like, throw up. Between every house. Because I was so sick. Not in, like, the candy tub, though, right? No, no, no. Just on the lawn. Okay. I remember I was dressed as a hippie one year, and I had long, like, plastic fake hair that I had to, like, move out the way every time. Sometimes I didn't quite make it. And then the next kids come by. It's like, oh, that's a really interesting decoration. Mm -hmm. Don't touch that one. (laughs) Don't. It's not fake. Yeah, for a long time. That's rough. Yeah, they are terrible. Terrible. Were you ever on medication for that? For migraine? I've tried a few different ones. Nothing, like, super works. Yeah. I know for some people, they do Botox injections in your head. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that it's not covered, and it's very expensive. Yeah. Like, I think it's 1400 bucks yeah. to Ooh. get the injections in your head. And it just... Yeah, I don't know. Now that this is working for me, I probably won't try it. Let's that. stick with the natural route. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's already working for you, then... Yeah. Botox. But, How does that work? They do it, like, all around, like, here. Like, if you... For the listener, if you picture wearing like a, a crown, like okay, like just all the way around your head, they do small little amounts of Botox, and uh, is, that acts as a cushion. I, I don't know how it works, but I know somebody who had it done. He yeah. had, you know, debilitating migraines, same thing, like almost every day of his life, and now doesn't get them at all. I'd be so interested to see how the science behind that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm gonna look it up when we're done. That'd be great. Yeah. I mean, one day I might just, like, get those and then feel free to slip and get some on my lips. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're already there just and you're already in drop the... down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get the twofer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Is there um, a media recommendation you have for the audience at home? Um, there's a account on Instagram. Her name is House in Habit, and she covers a lot of, like... Um, like, what do you even call it? Pop culture kind of things. Like, right now she's covering the Depp uh, Heard trial. Um, she tra- she covered that missing girl in Arizona. Missing girl? Uh, oh, Laundry. Brian Laundry. And the girl. I'm not sure. No? I have no idea. I haven't heard that. Clearly we're not following her page. Yeah. Shoot. Um, yeah, but she's covering the, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. And she's just like a mom who wants to cover things honestly. So she puts in like facts from the trials. She puts in her opinion and then she gets a lot of gossip that she verifies herself. Mm. So it's very like, she's not sponsored at all. She's not affiliated with any networks. So it seems just very raw and 
I find it super interesting. Yeah. I love the way that she covers things. And I love her commentary and, like, how Elon Musk has been, like, interwoven into the Johnny Depp her trial. Oh, yeah. It's very interesting. And yeah. then to hear her perspective, and she just seems like such a normal person. Mm. Like, it doesn't seem like there's a... It's not scripted. It's not some agenda behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would definitely recommend, like, go follow House and Habit on Instagram. Okay. She's great. Now, I think... Do you think that that's the future of, like, news or people telling... Like, people telling us things? Like, you, it has to come from, like, an independent source like that? I think so. And I think in small sound bites, because I don't think that we have the attention span anymore. <sighs> yeah, I hear what you're saying. But I also listen to, like, three-hour podcasts. So I'm uh, like, eh, I could go both ways. Yeah. So but yeah. I'm also old. So it's like people, you know, 20 years younger than me, they're not going to, they have way worse attention spans than we yeah. do. I can't listen to three-hour podcasts. If you're doing other stuff, it just goes by really quick. Mm. But so when I'm doing other stuff, I'm so in my head. Like I'm talking to myself. Can't yeah. listen to other people talk. <laughs> I yeah, have there's to so many voices in there already. If yeah. I'm trying to do something, I have to be listening to something else. Really? Mm. Like I've realized that about myself recently. Like, if I'm at work, I have to have music on or a podcast or something. Like, mm. today, I was telling you guys before the podcast, before we were recording the podcast, that I listened to an entire six-hour audiobook today. <laughs> like, mm. just because I, I always have to have something on. Yeah, I've been that for, like, as long as I can remember. Throughout, yeah. Even through, like, school. Like, there has to be music or, mm. yeah, some sort of, something playing while I'm, my attention is elsewhere focused. Yeah. It, ha- it, ha- it actually helps me focus a lot, mm. a lot, a lot of the time. Really? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. See, I need to be fairly quiet. I need to be able to like talk to myself, especially when I'm doing like data entry or like number oh, yeah. things. I like make songs up about the numbers. <laughs> like I'm too busy talking to me. I actually do that too, but yeah. I, but I but I also do it while like listening to something else. Because ah. then I'm switching my attention from it, from like one to the other. Because usually, like if, I, if I'm watching something, I'll stop and listen, and then but I, I find that I'm listening more carefully, mm. and then when I switch back, I'm focused again. Oh, I have it completely the opposite. Really? I find that multitasking is just doing two things poorly. (laughs) So I can't be, like, unless I'm doing a mindless task, like, I do a lot of pressure washing and, like, you know, cow stuff. But, like, I've done this a a thousand times. I can do it, you know, in my sleep. So I can listen to podcasts or books or music or whatever it is. But if I'm trying to do something that It can't be too complicated. No, it can't be too complicated. Like, adding numbers, I can't do that with stuff going on. I cannot. No, me neither. I can't add, I can't do it normally either. <laughs> like seven plus nine, uh, I don't have enough fingers for that. <laughs> that's why God gave us toes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's funny. I usually like if I'm listening to music, whatever I'm doing, if I'm typing or or, or reading, I'll like read with the rhythm. Mm. Whoa! And it keep it keeps me at a better pace. Interesting. Because I'm a really slow reader usually, mm. but like if I'm listening to something, I'll I'll usually read it. And, I like, and retain it better. I like to do that at work, too. Like, if I'm doing something and I have music in my ears, I like to, like, whatever I'm doing, to, like, match the beat. Like, yeah. change the tires to the beat of the song. And, like, Are you guys it's musical, though? Like, do you I play am. instruments? I'm a musician. He, he yeah. does. I don't. No? Zach is very musical. No. You can hear his entire band album on Spotify, No Faith in Fortune. <laughs> yeah. okay, it's a fantastic... Okay. He just he came out with a new song. You get music video and everything. Mm. Phenomenal. Yeah. Possible sports. Amazing. <laughs> we don't we're in the red <laughs> sponsor pending sponsor pending we can put their name on stuff but like we're not getting anything not from them not seeing any cash from us 
we're more likely to make money off of podcasts to fund No Faith in Fortune. <laughs> yeah, true. You guys should be sponsoring us. Um, do you guys find okay? Because I this really interesting thing that some people when they read, they just read, but other times there's a voice in their head. Do you guys have that? Because basically, I've done research, and there's two types of people: people that when they're reading, they're like reading it in their head, and there's a voice. Like an inner monologue. Yeah, I've heard that too. I told my mom about that actually. Like, maybe you, and I talked about it. I told my mom that, and she was she was blown away. Yeah, she had no idea. So there's like, because I'm not the monologue guy. So I'm so people are like, yeah, I like hear it in my head all the time. I'm like, what? I absolutely do. I think so because I also have like conversations with myself about like yeah. how to pronounce like someone's name, and it's a definite conversation between like the book and myself. That, that's how I know I do because I I will also verbalize half of that conversation sometimes uh, I have with myself. Yeah. To, to like, think it through better. Yeah. I absolutely do. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I didn't know people, I didn't know for a long time that people didn't, but. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know that people don't have an inner monologue when they read. Like, so you have one. Yeah, I, but I don't read a lot because I have a hard time focusing on a written page, mm. but I do have memories as a kid of, like, because you have to read in school. And a thing that helped me focus is if I cast every character as, mm. like, a famous actor. Yeah. And then I would picture their voice saying the words, and that would help. Or, like, the narration, too. Like, Well, it's like those memes where it's, like, it'll be text, and then it'll be, like, you were thinking of Patrick Stewart while you're reading yeah. this, right? Because it's, like, a quote from Patrick Stewart or something. Yeah. And I absolutely do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. Say it in their voice. Yeah. Mm. But, like, yeah, books and stuff, I'll do the same thing. I'll, like... Yeah. Cast I'll, the characters. Yeah, I'll and, give them voices when I'm like when I know it's different people talking. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't do any of that. I can't picture how that would work. Like reading. I, I know. I just look at the text. words. It's so foreign. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> See, but that's so interesting because we'll never be able to understand each other on yeah. that because you're just wired differently. Yeah. That's fascinating. That's so fascinating. People are all so similar, but all so different. Mm-hmm. And that's why there can't be any black and white. Exactly. Because you don't know someone else's experience. Yeah. Yes. Ah, I love that. You don't know my life. <laughs> you don't, you don't know, know me. me. <laughs> ah. <laughs> We've had a few times today. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Birds of a feather. Yeah. Also, did you know birds are not real? Oh my gosh. Also, vegetables. Not real. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's actually more realistic than birds. But yeah, That's, that's how we know you listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate every listener out there. And we've had a lot of fa- like listeners on the show already. It's great. Mm. Uh, Is today Monday? Yes. Yeah. Ah, today's Kill Tony night. Do you listen that? to Kill Tony? Who's that? He's a podcaster. They do a live podcast in Austin. Okay. Ah, you mm. could not. You haven't heard of Kill Tony? I've heard the name. It sounds familiar, but yeah. So it's Kill Tony and this other guy. Oh, Red Band. Red Band? I don't know. Okay. And they always have a guest and then they pull names out of, a, it's like live at a bar and they pull names out of a bucket and they read that name and that person comes up and does one minute of live comedy, stand up comedy. Yeah. And then oh, they interview cool. them afterwards. So like, even if they bomb at the stand up, cause sometimes people are just like terrible, but then they do the interview and they actually turn out to be a super interesting person. Oh, it's so interesting. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much and because every Monday it comes out. Ah. Oh. Because that taps into, like, half the reason we started this podcast. Mm. Every single person has a story. Yes. Every single person is interesting, yeah. has that thing that they love talking mm-hmm. about, or multiple things, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Even if they're the most 
awkward person or they're the most introverted person, mm-hmm. there's that one thing that turns them on, that that fire in them. And it's like, it could be the randomest thing, like, oh, man, I love socks so much. Yeah. You know, whatever, <laughs> right? Like, oh. But ah, finding that thing and then talking to them about it and seeing and them be excited about Tony it. Tony is so good at getting to that. Because, oh. like, he'll ask them questions and it'll be a lame answer and he's like, no, that's not it. And then I'll ask him another question. And sometimes <laughs> the questions are so strange. Like, he is such a good interviewer. Mm. He asks the randomest questions to, like, get to that person's whatever. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, it's such a good one. I'm going to watch that now so I can just take his questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every Monday, Sean and I watch it. Really? Yeah. It's our thing. Are we missing it tonight? Or? Well, no, because we went to a show last night. It was a late night mm. and he had a very long day. He had to interview people today. He said, oh. apparently it's exhausting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, he wanted a quiet night. So we'll catch up tomorrow, but usually it's every Monday. And I cannot recommend it enough. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it sounds good. That's awesome. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. yeah. I'll check it out. Is there, uh, is there anyone that you want to see on the podcast here? That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely wrote down Sean because I think that he'd be fun yes. to talk to about barbecue. Valhalla Barbecue. Check him out on Instagram. Yeah. Um, Possible sponsor? Yeah. <laughs> also in the red. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Red he's, meat. He's doing really well. I shouldn't. No, um, I'm excited. I've had his food. It's so good. We were talking about, like, what makes his food so good, and it's because he comes from a Mennonite family, and, like, his mom is a chef, and, like, his whole family just cooks amazing, and I think it's because they put so much love and pride into Mm. their food. Like, he cooks like he's feeding his family or his best friends. Like, he cooks with such a love and such a passion that I think people really appreciate it. Like, it's not just him flipping burgers. Like, he spends hours perfecting his burger recipe prepping for these events like he puts so much time and love into it and then to watch him do his little chef thing like you can tell that he's so in his zone and then when he hands someone a plate of food there's so much pride behind it and Mm. i think that's what makes it delicious those are the best places to go to yeah people that like are really invested when you can taste the love and care that went into that meal i was thinking about that yesterday or the day before or whatever um because I think that's for anything. Like, you mm. can always tell when something's, like, actually something that a that person's passion. passionate about. Yeah. Um, I am typically a metal music listener. Uh, but I have been obsessed with The Weeknd's new album this year. Mm. Uh, and my wife keeps making fun of me. Because she's like, why do you keep listening to this music? This isn't your normal thing. But it's... I think that there's just something about it. You can tell that it was, like, a passion project mm. for him. Mm. And he really loved it. And he put everything he had into it. Like, I think it goes for anything. Like, you can always tell when something's authentic. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I think it's great. I want to try Sean's it. food. Yeah. It's so good. I had his smoked wings one time. Valhalla <gasps> yeah. oh. Barbecue. He's at Roots and Wings on, well, this coming Sunday. Okay. So Mother's Day, actually. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. He's at Roots and Wings. He's okay. cooking up tri-tip sandwiches. Mm. Yeah. Roots and Wings is... Distillery in, in Langley. In Langley, okay. Yeah. I kind of out of like rural. Like, is this barbecue almost. place out of the Langley as well? Is Valhalla? Um, out there? he's working getting a truck. Like it's all mobile. Okay. Like he packs everything into his truck and we set up every single time. So awesome. it's a, a lot of heavy lifting. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, I talked to him one time at Roots and Wings, and it's like. He was so passionate. He's like sitting there, like just cooking wings, and he's got this big smile on his mm-hmm. face. And like, oh, this guy. He gets is this in... like sparkle in yeah. his eyes when he talks about it. It's amazing. Tapping into people's passions mm-hmm. is the most exciting thing. I agree. 
when people get excited about something, I think it's beautiful. I think yeah. everyone is so beautiful when they talk about what excites them. Yeah. That's what makes us humans. And yeah. I think that's what differentiates us from each other. I get it. Because, yeah. like, my passion is just talking, finding other people's passions. So I'm mm. like... Is that what you would say it is? Yeah, one of them, for sure. Yeah. Like, the whole point of the podcast. Like, figuring it out, what's going on, and then, like, bringing it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. Yeah, I agree. All right, last question. What's the reason you get up in the morning? My alarm? I don't no, know. No, that's cheap. <laughs> don't give me that. Hey, you know what? That's a valid answer. <laughs> it's a valid answer. I'm not going to diminish your answer. That's a good answer. Thank you so much. <laughs> I can tell you what I think my purpose in life is. Sure. I think my purpose in life is to make people feel loved. Oh. So, like, when I get out of bed and I go to the gym or whatever, I try to, like, smile, make eye contact, because you don't know what someone else's day is like. So if you can be a tiny little spot of love in someone's day, no yeah. matter what that looks like, I think that's I think that's my purpose in life. That's awesome. I like yeah, that. That's great. Yeah. One last question. Is a taco a sandwich? Is a taco a sandwich? Oof. Mike loves this one. It's a winner. No. I don't think it is. Is a burrito a sandwich? No. Oh, I had such a terrible burrito yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was a square. Uh, what? It was not a burrito. It was a square. It was so messy. I hate getting messy, which is why... Is it the ones where they, they like flipped and pressed? Yeah, but like she like folded it so style? terrible. Like oh. it was supposed to be a wrap and it was a... Oh, I called it a chow burrito. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. When you just like, you know, it's not going to be good. And you're like trying to eat it, and it was dripping all over the place. And it was on our way to the show, so I got like sauce uh, right down the front of my dress. Oh, no, it was awful. But like, no, I don't think a taco is a sandwich because I think a sandwich has two separate components holding it all together. What about a sub? A sub is a sandwich. It's two separate things. No, they're connected. If like, they do it right, sometimes they're not. Well, if they really do it right, then it's not, it is connected. If they do it right, then it is connected. It's a pita sandwich. Is it what? A pita. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I don't think it's a sandwich. Okay. No, I think it needs two separate things. And a sub is a sandwich because it has, like, the elbow connecting it, but it's two still two separate things. There's a top uh, a, and there's a, a bottom a and an elbow. An elbow. No, a pita mm. you fill. The elbow is a good point. I never thought about the elbow. Mm. Yeah. But you, you fill a sub as well, if it has an elbow. But there's a top and a bottom. Mm. D- and d- an elbow. So what it's about, two things. So what about an open face sandwich? Then it's just like a it's cheater toast. pizza. <laughs> yeah, or toast. Yeah. It's just pizza, like, would yeah. you say avocado toast is a sandwich? No. Oh, good point. Good point. I didn't even think about that. Every time we ask this question, somebody has something different. I yeah. love it. It's no black and white answer. No, right? Ever. If there's one thing we can we've gleaned from this episode, it's there's no black and white answers. No. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Thank if someone you. can come at me with a true black and white thing, I'd be very interested. Dalmatians. <gasps> it's so funny. I thought so. Yeah, I think their tummies are still pink. Are they really? Yeah, yeah. Ah, I gotcha. <laughs> okay, three colors. Ooh. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Lizzie. That was great. Thank you guys yeah. so much for having me. This yeah, was this so is, fun. Yeah, we great. really appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, this was chilling. Yeah, we're excited to have Sean on later. He is going to be such a better interview. He no is way. the best. He's so funny. 
our dream is to go down to Austin, Texas and both put our names in the bucket for Kill Tony. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I would die if they called him. He's so funny. He's, he's a funny guy. Ugh, he's the best. And we're glad that we can uh, share that funniness with the whole world. Yeah. Because they're yeah. all listening. Yeah, the that, whole the world. The entire world is listening right now. I, eventually. Yep. <laughs> Get him all excited talking about his meat. He loves right? talking about his meat. Oh, me too. You like talking about Sean's meat? We're excited to have him. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs>